Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. Seems to be kind of part of the course. I'm minimally less boomer than you are, so good luck. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Seriously appreciate you. Bye. See ya. Right. Well, I guess we're recording, man. <laughs> Alrighty then. What a fucking disaster. No, no, no. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences have I been a disaster for the human race. Um, 52 minutes later. Yeah, yeah I... <laughs> um, uh, right on time, we're, we're, we're beginning. Uh, you good to go, man? Yeah, I'll, no, I'll send it. Okay, cool, cool. Welcome to the BR Hates Fed Show. I'm BR, and I hate feds. Uh, today is Sunday, the 20th of February, 2022, and I am here with Pacific Northwest Gorilla. So we're going to be discussing all sorts. Uh, a surprisingly controversial guest. Um, oh, man. I, yeah, I, I know. So you've been uh, you've been sharing mountain rocks with like-minded people up in the Pacific Northwest for some time now. You've been getting all sorts of great attention across TikTok and Instagram, and that's been helping to normalize civilian riflemanship, rocking, bushcraft, that kind of thing, and generally cultivating and inspiring young men across the country to do the same thing. I mean, is, is that about how you'd sum up yourself? To people that I'm actually trying to appeal to, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for people that we randomly see out in the mountains or on the side of the road that see us in full kit, we've been going with a uh, competitive airsofter group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Milstim Mil Mil is very hardcore. Well, it, the the comical thing is, we actually, as a group, we are training for a Milstim event. So technically, we're not lying. Uh, no, no. But I've, I've been more, seeing more more of the force on force stuff. I like that. Yeah, more or less a uh, preparation group trying to, you know, further bettering my fellow man, usually appealing to the younger generation, uh, and then as well as reminding the older folks that even if they're broken, even if they're disabled, you know, they still can be an asset. And I think that a lot of guys forget that. No, no, no seriously, that's, that's really important. I mean, just out here in our group, uh, we recently had a guy, uh, he, he moved states, but um, he was definitely not going to be out there rucking with us, but just as well he could be supplying and, you know, assisting in all sorts of other capacities that, you know, we don't really have someone else for. So that shit is really important to, uh, to communicate. But um, no, I've, I've been loving what you've been doing, and uh, we've been meaning to do this for a little bit now, kind of uh, get into all you've been doing and all this... Uh, you know, betterment, because uh, I, I think this is what we need more of right now. And this is why I moved to this country, you know? <laughs> I, I firmly agree this is really what we need more of. And as well as kind of breaking a few stigmas, 
that, you know, you don't have to be some super badass, cool operator. I have all the kit and I can, you know, sprint two miles in, in three minutes and I'm amazing because, you know, that's not always practical. Um, I actually get, or I'd say our group gets fit fairly regularly because um, we'll bring out guys that are by no means in good shape. And yep. I was like, that's, that's the point. Like, well, yeah, yeah, you, you have fucking like, uh, you know, SEAL Team 6 members up there running with you. It's like, these are guys trying to better themselves. They don't exactly. Look, so, they don't know, look like fucking Olympians. Yeah, no, it's, and I, I absolutely love having guys that are in great shape. And that's, you know, that's the point. But yeah. the, the fact of the matter is that some guys, no matter what they do, um, you know, maybe they're dealt a bad hand or maybe they made bad choices in life. And, you know, you're, you are going to be supply. You are going to be some sort of side character. And by no means is that bad. Um, and I think there's been become a huge stigma between, you know, being the super cool, badass operator and being supply because wars, battles, civilizations are, able to operate because of supply we, we need that everyone wants to be the door kicker well no <laughs> I, absolutely you know and they look at the door kickers and like oh man that that guy's so awesome i want to be like that and it's like well you can only have so many of those yeah and what, what's really striking to me about kind of uh this these growing pains our, our gun community is having is we're growing out of that everyone wants to be the the breacher the door-to-door kind of dude and that they have these like fantasies of that kind of thing and then they see you guys out there, you know, playing in the woods. Like, we don't want anything to do with that shit. If there's a real situation <laughs> where civilians are going to have to, you know, uh, coordinate, use small unit tactics, and and all this kind of thing, it's like we want to be way the fuck away from that nonsense. So that stuff is almost irrelevant, you know. Well, another thing that um, cause we recently had a um, a, a small unit tactics slash. Um, close quarters combat class and it was more focused around the close quarters combat and i was myself and two other guys that we frequently train with uh we're hosting it and we're kind of the i'd say the more experienced i'm not gonna say you know we know everything but the more experienced so we were hosting it and the number one thing that i said to the guys was like look the first thing that you want to know when it comes to clearing rooms is if you have the opportunity to don't yeah, yeah. And that's what that's all proliferation of small unit tactics should be about is kind of not not just education on when to, you know, use them and stuff, but like when to not use them and why it's a unideal situation where you'd have to be fucking doing this, you know? Not just, oh yeah, sometimes you got to clear rooms, like sometimes you're in a really shit situation and this is your only way through or whatever, but yep. this is this is not the ideal. <laughs> no, I'd say that when it comes to clearing rooms, like the, the vast majority of the time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up an OP outside of that building and I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to wait them out. And that's yeah. probably one of the main things that you train with uh, reconnaissance is just being able to wait for extended periods of time and just watching things. Yeah. Um, everyone's so in this craze of recce this, recce rifle that. And it's like, I'm be real with you guys. I was reconnaissance for six years. Uh, it's it's a lot of sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I guess that's a good thing to get into. So uh, before all of the you know 
playing up in the mountains and stuff. Uh, what got you into this? Because uh, I've been talking to Marauder a little bit. He says he's been following your exploits for a few years now. But uh, what I started... love his content. Oh yeah, he, he's a fucking good dude. Um, but yeah, what, what started uh, Pacific Northwest Gorilla? Uh, so as far as the page goes, um, that's a different. Uh, okay, let me backtrack. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll just start from the beginning and kind of get the. Uh, divulge from there uh so i always wanted to be in the military growing up uh i had quite a few family members that were in the military and you know i go back and find pictures of me in uh woodland uniforms and you know i always wanted to go out and, and fight and be that cool guy and played you know call of duty and all that jazz and i wanted to join when i was a junior in high school and go to basic uh between uh junior and, and senior year during uh the summer break and my grandfather told me that uh that i should just wait it out and see how i feel after i graduate so i graduated i started going to college and long story short college didn't work out so i walked out of the uh the college when they told me that my tuition didn't go through and i joined the army at first, I wanted to be an engineer, but I was kind of retarded with math, so I wound up being cavalry. I feel that. So six years of reconnaissance, uh, wound up getting out because Fort Campbell sucks ass. And then there was like kind of this, and, and it's not talked about with veterans enough, but I got out and there was this like sense of loss of purpose, right? It's like, okay, well, now what? Yeah, I mean, well, you're you're an asset, you know, and when and they pound that into you, you're like you're a military asset, and once once you're surplus, it's like, oh, well, what the fuck? Well, it's not just that, but you know, while you're in the military, you're you have you have this sense that like, okay, you know, I'm 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 the good guy, I'm I'm protecting mm. people, I'm helping, I you know, I have a duty, I have a service, I'm here for a reason. And after a while, you started to realize that I'm just another number. The military doesn't need me. And then you get out and, and even if you were aware of it, right? Because I, I, was, I was aware of it that I was just a number. Um, but I got out and it, was, and it just it hit me like a wall after like two weeks. And I was like, because at first I'm all excited. I'm pumped up. I don't have to go to PT anymore. <laughs> no one's going to tell me what to do. I'm my own man. I could wake up and I can have a beer and then I can go on a run. Um, but after like two weeks, you, you wake up and you, you sit there and you're just like, well, fuck man. Uh, no one's telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time to make, hey, you suddenly realize you're going to make some big decisions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I kind of, uh, messed around with, and I, I, I know it's cringe, but I messed around with a couple of, uh, like actual, like three percenter militias. And I did, uh, I did Oath Keepers a little bit. Um, I tried doing the 3% militias and I went and did a lot of speaking. And then after a while I started, uh, kind of like hosting training events and whatnot. And, and there, uh, there's a lot of trial and error and I, I made a lot of enemies doing that. And I was just trying to have fun and, and not taking it like not taking it seriously enough, if that makes sense. So, um, but, but yes. Like, like, uh, so what were the like disagreements with not taking it seriously enough? Was it kind of like a, a politics or an attitude thing or, or just not turning out enough or what? 
Like, um, what, what, what would no, make those guys kind of get pissed off? It, it was mostly an attitude thing. You know, I, I'd, I'd, have be, I'd, I'd be at events or I'd host events, and it was just not taking it seriously and a lot of joking around and, and silliness. And I'm not saying I don't do that now, because I absolutely do. <laughs> um, but over the last four years, I've grown up a lot understanding that there's time and a place. Um, another thing that people never talk about with the military is the, and this isn't like science, but I, I do believe it, that the age you join the military is the age you get out of the military. Um, you don't, you do not do a whole lot of, or any growing up while you're in, um, mm. you, you just, you do what you're told, uh, you're a cog in the machine and, and that's that. So I joined at 19 and in, in a mental state, I got out at 19. No, I, I, I've definitely seen that. You see guys who are like 36, married, have kids, and then they get out or something. And you're like, dude, that's a 19 year old driving around in a 36 year old's body who doesn't have a yep. fucking clue what, what he's doing yet because he hasn't had yeah. the, that growth because he's just had a dad telling him what to do, and that dad was Uncle Sam. Well, exactly. You you, you have <laughs> you have no experience in the outside world whatsoever. Um, you get out of high school and then you go right into the military. And you've been told what to do, when to do it, how to do it, you know, for six, six to 20 years. And then you get yeah. out and, and you're, you're literally just winging it like a, you know, 18, 19 year old would be. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not trying to use this as a, a scapegoat for myself and it might come off in that way, but there's, and for any veterans that are, you know, listening to this. You know, you, you kind of have to, when you get out, you know, really take some time and, and think over your priorities. And, and I realize growing up fast isn't easy or fun. Uh, it, for me, the, the main thing that, you know, woke me up and grew me up a lot was pain, which, you know, pain's a, a great way to wake up fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure we've all had our fair share the last couple of years. Oh, man. last. Last few years have been rough. Rapid think, growth. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think pretty much everyone is on the uh, the same page as that. Um, yeah, I'm getting sidetracked though. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so, so there, there was uh, growing pains and stuff coming out of the military. Um, loss Absolutely. of purpose. And so, so what started to get you into like because uh, you started with uh, solo hikes and solo rocking and kind of sharing that stuff, right? Well, so I had a I had a group for a little bit, um, and I was joining their group. I wasn't in charge of anything, and it actually wound up being uh, a little bit more, I guess, lack for a better phrase would be cultish. Mm. Um, <laughs> what what's what variety? The not good kind. Because uh, okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, you got you got, you got fun cults, and you got some. Uh... Yeah, Jim Jones shit. At first, it it seemed like you know just kind of like my group is now, where you know it's a bunch of guys that want to get together and better themselves, and that's how I turned this group into what it is. And you know, I learned so much from that group and, and built mine. You know, and I just kind of took away all the things that I didn't like about it. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, if if you don't mind me asking, what what were the things you didn't like? 
Um, so people hate on me consistently because they think that I'm racist and, and they think that I want, you know, a lot of certain people to die just because there are certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't actually, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. It's like you have to put a sign out saying that. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it's sad that I even have to say that. Uh, well, so, so was this group kind of more bent that way? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you signed up thinking it was more just like a prepping thing, and it was like kind of more leaning like, oh, there's a race will coming kind of deal? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah. No, no, fair, fair. That's shit. It, that, it's a weird space to navigate uh, in, it, this, it, in this movement. And there's, it's kind of this elephant in the room. Where, like, you, you're just sitting there, like, talking to other people, like, yeah, you know, I need to be prepping, I need to be getting these contingencies together in case of, you know, X, Y, or Z. And then you'll just come across the odd, the odd guy, like, yeah, man, just ordered 200 more rounds in case there's a race war, in case a race war pops off. It's like, uh... Um... <laughs> excuse me, sir, this is a Wendy's? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just talking about protecting my family and, and, and su- surviving that's... the coming apocalypse. Can we talk that's... about... Mostly, yeah. That that's that's more or less how it is. Like, ah, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> um, so m- my group is, you know, actually geared more towards brotherhood and prepping, and you know, not all of our events are strictly, you know, balls the walls. You know, just just the guys out there in full kit. Um, we take our women out and train as well. Uh, actually, um, tomorrow even, uh, we have a, uh, PT session where it's, Hey guys, uh, we're doing a rock, bring your women. Yeah, I love it. That's, uh, we do a little bit of that down here. Like we'll just be doing a regular camping trip. You know, everyone comes down and then, you know, maybe the guys go off and do a patrol. And so there's kind of that intermingling and kind of normalizing, uh, the routine of patrols and stuff with, you know, looking after your women, kids and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's um, that's something I'd like to because I've I have talked about it. Definitely something I'd like to talk about a lot more. Um, that you know, shit hits the fan. It very well may not just be you and the boys. You yeah, know, it might yeah, be. And that's a big fucking extra thing to suddenly be like, oh, uh, how do we involve this? Because <laughs> yep. that's the whole reason we do this shit, right? Well, yeah, because it, it's supposed to be for you know protecting your fam- your family and your tribe, right? It's not yeah. just it's not just you and the boys in full kit. It it might be right, um, yeah. but uh, initially probably not. You know, and, and unless all of your guys are in you know your local vicinity, it's probably going to be you and your family. And it's like, yeah. well, are you going to be in full kit with your family? I'm not saying you won't be, right? Because it yeah. you, you might. I don't know you. Um, but personally, you know, I'm not going to get in full kit with plates and then have my wife in, you know, regular attire and then us like bug out into the mountains. Cause that just, <laughs> uh, but once again, uh, I, I bet there will be guys doing that. Yeah. It, it's, um, a, it's a whole, it's a whole extra thing to navigate and, and something that no one, like you bring up the post I was just thinking about the other day and then you posted it. I was like, fuck yeah, we, we need to be discussing this because, and something that a lot of people need to understand is like, I, and I'm speaking for you a little bit here, but you know, feel free to add on. We don't know everything, obviously. Oh no, not by any means. So, so this is a learning process. When, when we're proposing things like, hey, we should think about what we're going to do if we have our 
our loved ones are, you know, family and kids and shit in the woods. Like, what's the plan? And it's not like there's, oh, well, this is what you do when you're, you know, when you're bugging out with your whole family and, and the boys armed to the teeth. Like, what, what's the move? It, it's something, it's a problem that needs to be solved. But what I really like about what you do is creating a space where it's like, we're not just talking about basically extended and repurposed uh, law enforcement tactics and ideas that are like, you know, the cool shit, like door kicking and stuff. And let's just move that to the civilian space so they can feel like uh, tier one operators. It's like, no, no, no. What do you need to do to protect your loved ones? Realistically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and pe- people, people are getting butthurt about, <laughs> about, about moving it to that space. And it's like, dude, this is well, the important that's, shit. That's because it's, it's out of, out of the, the norm and it's out of you know, what they see is, as acceptable. The wife and I took a, a home defense class not that long ago. And essentially what it was is, you know, the reverse of close quarters combat. So it was mm. a uh, CQB course, but from the inside out. Yeah. So it was, I had a rifle, she had a pistol. And it was like, okay, um, you have multiple attackers in your house. How are you going to clear your house getting out of it? Not getting in it, getting out of it. And then they had uh, actors who were in other rooms that were playing our kids. Jesus. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, and just, that's and just stuff. yeah. And they're just hooping and screaming. And, uh, one of the actors actually, like he legitimately tried to take my rifle. Uh, <laughs> and he was, he was charging. And he's like, give me that fucking rifle. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I was screaming at him and he was screaming at me and my wife was right behind me and, uh, there was no lights on. I had the flash on the rifle and this is all with airsoft. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's it's high high stress situations like that that the majority of people don't really think of being something that they should be training for. You know, everybody just wants to do the flat range cool guy stuff. Yeah, and, and if you're like, flat range cool guy, you know, you do you. I'm not trying to hate. I do flat range stuff too. Yeah, but that out there. The, the problem is we see these like dumb kind of uh, when there's no doctrine they they have to hand. You know, like when you ask the question what do we do with our family to protect them when we're in the woods? It's like, there's not really a manual on that. There's not some class that they can be like, oh, well, obviously this is the, the doctrine for that. So then when, you, when you're when you taking people away from this uh, this mindset, like like with the home defense course, you know, you say that's the average gun dude, you know, who, who's stuck in a 2015 mentality. It's like, oh, well, you know, obviously the dumb thing to do is to clear your house because you should just hunker down and and wait for the cops to come. It's and like, why, well, yeah, it's like, what, what happens <laughs> and, when there isn't cops? Yeah, it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to have to rethink this, aren't I? I can't just fuck... If the whole fucking city's on fire, there's looters everywhere, that no one's responding to calls, which we've fucking seen yep. uh, happening. It's like, okay, I might have to clear my house. I might have to get my, you know, potentially screaming, crying wife and kids out of this this building with multiple attackers. Well, so that's another thing that um, I think a lot of men don't understand is that, you know, do you do you understand your wife and your children enough that you can actually Mm. effectively calm them down? Like, do you do you think they're going to handle this properly? (laughs) You know, have have you trained your wife and your kids that they will be able to properly do this? Or are you just going all these classes yourself? You know, are you including them in your training? That that's so fucking important because it kind of extends this thing beyond this uh this weekend warrior mentality and like kind of a you know gun culture being a hobby and it's like 
well, no, you're, or, or are you adopting more a civilian rifleman mindset where this shit is, you know, it, while it's prepping and stuff, it's also like contingencies for your general lifestyle. Like, is this something that goes beyond just you as a hobby and you're actually making lasting changes for your family that go beyond just you? Well, I think a lot of people do see this as a hobby, though. And, you know, yeah. that, is, oh, yeah, that sure. is an issue, but it's not necessarily something that we can force upon anyone if they do see it as a hobby, which I hate, but that's the reality. <laughs> well, I, I think it's, I think we're getting there. I think, you know, life is definitely forcing people to readjust how they, how they view this thing. What, what was once a hobby is now becoming, it's out of necessity, more of a lifestyle. It's like, oh shit, maybe I should be spending more time on this stuff just in case you know and and like i think i just saw a saw a video of you uh saying something like you know uh gun stuff is just a small part of you know the wider stuff we should be focusing on it's like, it's the shooting is the smallest piece of the training pie yeah 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 i i love that because it's like yeah you know shoot well and god i just went out uh after our little uh az second amendment rally i just went out shooting with a good group of guys down here and jesus fuck am i rusty I can handle a rifle, but my pistolmanship is disgusting. And, you know, I'll, I'll use the defense I'm European. I didn't have access to pistols, but Jesus, it is appalling. So that stuff is important to have your fundamentals down. But, um, you know, there, there's so much beyond that stuff. And, I mean, God, I, I medical stuff, you know, is probably going to save infinitely more lives than, you know, spending hours and hours and hundreds of dollars on uh, just flat range kind of knowledge. Yeah, that's but. actually something uh, my group's been trying to do. How's it going, guys? I'm here to introduce our first official sponsor of the BR Hates Fed Show, and that's another podcast called How I Embrace the Suck, a show where you can hear real propaganda-free stories about life in the military from veterans of wars past and present. Now, a lot of you have been asking me for podcast recommendations that are similar to my own, and while How I Embrace the Suck has different subject matter, what it has in common with my own show is the raw quality to it. Walt, the host of the show, encourages his guests, young and old, to share their stories of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the reality of their day-to-day -day life while in. There's some familiar guests like Luke and Typo from the Bite in the Bullet podcast, Pat Watson of Uncensored Tactical, a whole host of vets ranging in experience from Vietnam to the global war on terror, and I was even invited on despite not being a vet to speak to my experience going through the British Officer Academy Sandhurst and growing up in a military family. You can listen to my episode, which is titled That Kid, and the rest of the show by clicking the sponsor link in the description, or by searching for How I Embrace the Suck on all good podcatchers. Thanks for listening, guys. Now let's get back to the show. We we actually just did a, uh, a full day medical course, but unfortunately, and I realize this is something that I just need to bite the bullet on, but I need a fucking photographer, man. Um, so I was shame I'm not in the Pacific Northwest. Well, I was I was the uh, the the casualty, right? So everyone and I was not easy about it either. I mean, I was, and they even said that, like, dude, you were such a fucking pain in the ass. And I'm like, well, that was the point. Um, but the whole time they were trying to treat me, I was just kicking and screaming and I was fucking with people. I was trying to punch dudes. Um, what, what happened was, to you? Um, so the cash or the, the, um, in the scenario, I was shot in the leg and then I was shot in the, uh, upper arm. That's not a good day. No, not at all. But essentially I was, um, I was delirious and I didn't want to be there. I just wanted to leave. So yeah. at any given chance where anyone let up on any limb, 
I was just trying to hurt them or trying to get away because I just didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, and the situation was that like I was pumped full, uh, full of enough drugs that I like wasn't feeling it and I just wanted to leave. <laughs> and uh, one of the guys that was hosting the class, you know, he's like, "Hey, you know, I you seen that that uh, scene from Saving Private Ryan where you know the guy's dying and he's he's being delirious and whatnot." He's, he's like, "Yeah, take that." And I wanted a hundred. I was like, "I'm gonna fucking send it, bud." Um, I don't think he meant for me to do what I did. I was like, "Oh, I was in acting in high school, my guy. I, I got this." Um, I, I will be a full drama kid on him. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I totally was. I was untying people's shoes while they were treating me. <laughs> Christ, like, dude, I'm gonna fucking zip tie your hands. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there was there was one guy. He's straight up. He just took uh, his knee. And he just went right into the palm of my hand, into the gravel. And I'm like, oh my God, you're not notionally hurting me. And he's like, good. I'm like, ah. <laughs> that's, that's the shit we like. Uh, but you know what? Like, if, if you're treating somebody and, you know, maybe they're not in your group. and Or maybe they're a family friend and they don't trust you and you're treating them. Maybe they haven't had water in a while right? Maybe they actually are delirious and they're trying to get away from you and you're trying to help them and they're just kicking and screaming. A lot of people don't understand how many people it takes out of the fight to effectively treat a patient that doesn't want to be treated. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. And um, it doesn't, that it doesn't is, take much good knock to the head or a concussion or anything, you know, you can end up well, with someone who, who's that much of a problem. Yeah, so many people don't understand, and, and even if someone, you know, wants to be treated and they're, you know, crying, please don't let me die. Um, so many men don't understand also how many people that takes out of the fight yeah. uh, to effectively try and save someone's life, you know, because then you have to have people pulling security while you have people trying to, people actively caring for the patient, people trying to get supplies for the patient. Um, and then if you have to move the patient, how many people that takes out of the fight? Because not only do you have to have four men uh, carrying the man or, you know, two to four men carrying the man, you also have to have men rotating out because we're all human and we get fucking tired, bud. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Carrying someone on a top, especially like an improvised stretcher, it, that shit, and especially over like not ideal terrain is fucking miserable. Um, did you happen <laughs> to see, we had a, a, a real casualty last summer. Oh, uh, I did not. Yeah. So one of my, uh, core guys, uh, he actually, and, and it was just a horrible fate. It could have happened to anybody. Um, but he was chopping at a tree and his ax just bounced off the tree just right. And went right into his leg and actually ah. uh, gashed off the bone itself. Ugh. And we were about four miles off grid. So nice. we all got to take turns carrying him down. And, and thank fuck we had uh, an, an actual active ER trauma nurse that was with us. And, and that's one of the guys that trains with us is a trauma nurse. Mm. And oh man, the experience. And it's like, t t teach me everything. But, well, you know, seriously, that, that cross-training. And that's what's really great about, you know, our kind of culture. It's not just a bunch of guys who signed up at 18. It's a bunch of guys from all over the fucking place. When, you're, when you have these kind of civilian groups, you, oh, you have absolutely. no idea what kind of experience you end up with. And, and the cross-training is so important. 
No, uh, but having having him there was a a lifesaver. And you know, since then we have done a lot of medical training um, because we we were sitting there we were talking about it. You know, and it's like a lot of these bushcraft events that we were doing at first with uh, with the ODGG. You know, they were just bushcraft events, and it was just, hey, we're going out in the mountains, and the goal is just we're going to become physically better, and we're going to become better men together. Obviously, yeah. it's you know evolved a lot since then. But after that, after that incident, it was like, okay, guys, um, what would have happened if we didn't have medics on ground? Mm-hmm. Like, what what would we have done if that wasn't an option? Yeah, okay, everyone has an IFAC, everyone has tourniquets, but would we have been able to properly treat that casualty in the same way without having a trauma nurse on site? You know, yeah, he, he would have lived. I, I don't doubt it. But it took us an hour and a half to get him off that mountain. Yeah. And you know, it's like... How long did it take to get him to the emergency room after that? Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a long ride at all. Um, oh, okay. I think they I think they got him there uh, from getting the vehicles. I'm, I, if I remember correctly, it was like 20 minutes. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, because we're uh we're out in a uh a, I don't want to say. Oh no! Don't don't like dox you know where you go and do your. No, shit, no, but... I wasn't going to. But yeah, yeah, we're yeah. it's close enough to like a a a rinky dink hospital that we can get there in a, a a decent amount of time. It's by no means a fancy hospital, but you know yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't worry, I'm not about to dox myself. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, plus, I mean, it's not like we're live, but just checking. Yeah, still, I've I've had so many guys um, ask me, you know, oh, what location do you train at? And it's like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Like, figure it out, man. Like, what's your, what's your local area where you need to train? Go and find. Yeah, it. like, and, and so many people will, will ask me, like, you know, oh, where are places that I can train? And it's like, do I look like I know where you live? <laughs> yeah, Google Maps and, and and some some knowledge of uh, public land, you know. For real, but um, oh man, we we're we're jumping around all over the place on this. We we are a little <laughs> bit. That's kind of kind of how it usually goes. Um, we were getting into how you started with everything. Um, and then and we, here we, we are. End, yeah, we we ended up down the rabbit hole a little bit. But um, so you were saying you were having some issues with uh the the group the the prepping group you were working with were kind of uh not, not the best. Aligned. Not aligned with your thought process. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, so from uh, from there, I, I started doing a lot of just by myself, um, prepping and and training and whatnot, and doing a lot of by myself hikes and all that. And you know, so many people are like, "Oh man, I don't have a group." And it's like, then go train by yourself. Uh, you know, it's it's not like you can't do that. I, I did it for a while, and it's how not, long did you do it for? Um. Because it's it's slightly, you know, it, it can get scary, especially if you're if you're going on those long hikes. I mean, you know, you always let someone know where you're going and you give them coordinates. Oh, and yeah, shit. no, I got, I got a still. lot better at that about, you know, telling the wife like, hey, this is where I'm going to be parking my car. This is the rough destination that I'm going. Uh, I'm estimated at being out this long. If you don't hear from me by this time, something went up. wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd say I probably only trained by myself for about six months ish. Yeah. Um. So nothing like super crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's still, not ideal. No, it's really not. And and I, I've had quite a few people uh, ask me, you know, tips and tricks of how to go out in the mountains and how to survive by themselves. And I'm like, don't. Yeah. Like if if you, 
if you need to ask how you shouldn't be yeah i i mean it's a, a lot of these things like there's so much knowledge to get into with this you know all this prepping stuff it's like and so many scenarios that you can find yourself in it's like okay well we need to really think about where we're heading, why we're doing it, what the purpose is. And it's like, all right, if I'm in a situation where I'm on my own in the mountains, that's a fucked up day. Yep. <laughs> and, and far from ideal. And so at that point, I should probably be figuring out how to get away from that situation. You know? And, and uh, so I, I guess um, what made you realize you needed other people? I mean, Obviously, the the whole time, you know, I, I wanted other people, but it was yeah, yeah. one of those them. things where it's just like, okay, well, I'm by myself, you know, so be it. Um, I actually did. Ha I was, I guess, sort of training with a uh, not a, a group, but a, a company, and mm -hmm. they asked me if I wanted to host a survival event uh, for them, and and I'm not hating on them at all buy this and i'm not even gonna say them by name but that wound up falling through and they never gave me a date i never wound up doing a survival class for them so i just said fuck it um <laughs> i'm just going to host my own survival class yeah and i i made all the posts for all that jazz and uh i had one person sign up so i said fuck it i'm just gonna make it an open event and so I posted online, like, hey, uh, no longer doing a training class that's paid anybody that wants to come out to this, you know, free for all. And I had, I think it was like eight guys show up. Um, and from that, I was like, hey, you know, maybe we could do this again. Like, well, fuck it. Why not? Like, it went really well. It was a lot of fun. We bushcrafted a two-story log cabin. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. Uh, we called it our Air Tree B&B. &B. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was it's fucking dope. But from there, we're like, okay, well, shit, let's do this again. So I uh, decided a date and made a training calendar. And I was like, all right, let's just start training again. You know, anybody and everybody that wants to come, why not? And from the, uh, the next event we had, I think it was like 22 guys come out. And it was just a fucking blast. Yeah. It was, it was manageable with that many guys? Surprisingly, yes. Um, there's, there's always going to be guys that you know don't put in as much effort uh, at like bushcrafting events and whatnot. Um, but you know the guys that do put in a lot of work make up for it. And yeah, I mean, th th those are guys that are going to get actual stuff from it. They're not just showing up to show up. Yeah, and that was something. That was something else that I you know I put out or is, uh, and I've put out that to a few events. Like you know I'm not gonna tell you guys that you have to listen to me you don't have to do what i'm telling you to do as far as you know giving you commands um when it comes to what we're doing out there but you know while you're out here if you're willingly coming out here you should be listening to me um and you know some people don't come back out and that's perfectly fine but all of my guys know that like you know it, and there's not necessarily a chain of command but it's like, if, if you're coming out here willingly, then you need to be putting in the effort as much as anyone else. And we've run into that issue in the past, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, once again, if you don't want to come out and you don't want to put in effort, 
you don't have to no one's forcing you to <laughs> yeah you know that's that's the beauty of it it's like i mean you know it, it's whoever the it, the the uh what do they call them the irregulars <laughs> yeah no we've we've alluded to that joke um from the patriot a few times where it's you know, we're not regular army, we're militia, but while you are a yeah. man, you will listen to me or I will have you shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's gotta be... If you're coming out there to try and get something out of, the, out of an event, yeah. Then, then yeah. what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's. I think I've we've actually had... That I can think of, there's only been, like, one guy who had an issue with, uh, with listening to, and I, I hate phrasing it this way because it sounds ridiculous but you know refusing orders um that he's like oh i don't have to listen to you and it's like why are you here then yeah yeah it, it like no do i so i don't want to put a label on you but for me you know br the anarch i'm an anarchist but we still do militia shit and it, whoever's out there it's kind of so far it's whoever's most fucking knowledgeable on whatever we're doing is the guy that's in charge that's just common sense. You know, it's kind of uh, order out of chaos. Like, whoever is the most knowledgeable about what we're up to is going to be the person that you're listening to. Whoever has, you know, and that, that even boils down to good leadership skills, you know? Like, whoever has those skills is going to be the guy who's in charge. And it's like, if things need to get done, in a, and they do in a survival situation, and you enter a survival situation whenever you get out of your car in the middle of the woods, and you yep. wander off off-grid, like, you are now in a survival situation, even if you're training, even if you've all got, you know, all your com creature comforts on you and stuff, you're in a survival situation. So you need to take it seriously. There's certain responsibilities, just like, you know, carrying a gun. And you need to plug into that. And if someone's going to act reckless or, or not engage with that, that seriousness about being in that situation, you don't need that kind of shit. <laughs> well, so uh, another thing that was we, we were talking about recently is it's not the best leader who is always in charge. It's who takes charge is mm. in charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I absolutely love, love how that's phrased. Um, because there's been a few events now where, you know, I, I have to go do something else. I'm not always there. And as a lot of the guys like referring to me as, you know, dad, it's like, dad's not <laughs> always around. Yeah. You know, so... There's going to be times where, you know, because we don't have a, a set chain of command. I think chain of commands are kind of unnecessary. You know, everyone, and I'm about to say this, but I, I hate that I'm saying this, but, you know, it, in a certain aspect, we're all equal there, right? You know, yeah. but at the same time, we're not. You're, indivi you're individuals, you know? We like, are individuals. Thank you. That sounds much better. <laughs> See, you got to plug in these anarchist keywords, and all of a sudden, I, it makes sense. I, I, I'm like, I fucking hate the, the we're all equal. It's like, but we're, we're not, <laughs> but like, you get what I'm getting at. No, 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 no. I get you. I get you. Like, we all, ha we, we are individuals. We all have different shit that we're good at. And yeah, we, we all need to, I, I think um, someone else you, I saw you talking about was um, very much plugged into this whole thing where like, you know, we're not going to have the ideal of where if there's some, you know, shit hits the fan, whatever the fuck that might be, you're not going to have your perfect contingency group all assemble in the woods just like you planned. Yeah. You know, like, across this country, whatever your group looks like, whatever state you're in, that's, your ideal is not going to happen. You're going to get some semblance of it if you're really good, 
And, you know, the less prep you've done, the less investment you've done in it, you know, whatever, whatever your setup looks like, you're going to get some percentage of that. And from there, it's like, okay, well, you know, this guy, this guy, and this guy didn't show up. Uh, what do we have to make up for it? And you're going to have to step into their shoes. You're going to have to remember what cross-training you got. And if that means assuming a leadership position and kind of like, you know, getting shit rolling, you're going to have to step into that. And so the whole, you know, your dad's not around. Once again, it's on you. You can't outsource your responsibilities. No, that's actually something that we've been, uh, we've been going into a lot more as of late. Um, and we've actually talked about that. And I love that you bring that up because, you know, shit hits the fan. You might not be with the boys like we were talking about earlier. You know, yeah. you might be with, you know, a couple of your neighbors and your family and they haven't trained at fucking all. And you are the most trained person there. So from that, you need to be able to lead and you need to be able to teach because you're the most experienced one there. And you might be the least experienced man in your group that you've trained with, but you mm -hmm. need to be able to have the ability to lead and to teach. Um, and because of that, We've had uh, we've started at certain events, and we've actually been implementing this a lot more. But the last event specifically, uh, I told I was like, hey, "Look, if you come to this event, I want a fifteen minute presentation by everyone. I don't care who the fuck you are. You come to this event, you're gonna have a fifteen minute presentation, and I'm talking everything, right? I want it on a flash drive, ready to present. You need to be able to teach. If if you're if you are claiming to be prepared, right, you need to be able to teach what you know. No, I, I love that. That's, that's, a, that's a good foundational blog because I'm sure a lot of these guys show up and, you know, like new group and all that. They might want to be a bit more squeamish, a bit more on the, you know, at the back kind of observing and stuff. But it's like, if you're showing up to these things, you leadership skills are very much part of the package because... Mm -hmm you're not going to be in necessarily in an ideal situation where you have, you know, a dad to look after you. You might have to be dad. <laughs> and that, that, that shit scares people. Oh, it really does. It really, what you mean? I have to order like on the phone. I, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't seriously. I don't, I don't know what to say to the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't I just have like clicks things on my app and not see a yep. human face and it shows yep. up on my door. Dude, no, so many people just have uh, they've they've lost <laughs> lost sight of that. Yeah, it's it's basically you're just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into the monkey stuff soon enough. Fair, um, fair. <laughs> we have to, right? But um, I mean, how could we not? <laughs> um, shit. So so you, I, I guess we're kind of we're kind of there. So um, you you started of. this group. Uh, you. you how has it evolved and how long have you been doing kind of the uh, Pacific Northwest Guerrilla thing in this iteration? Uh, in this iteration? Um, well, no, since... not, not this account, because I know you guys have been blasted a fuck ton, but... Oh, good lord. I'm starting to lose track now. Me too. <laughs> I feel uh, so, I actually, I was uh, the Rogan camp on Instagram for a hot minute. And that's what Marauder was telling me, because like I said, he's been following you for a minute. Yeah, I, I decided to, to rebrand um, after a lot of personal shenanigans in my life went down. And I just went low pro for a little while. Yep. And then after, after starting Instagram back up um, and you know, starting to take it more seriously again, 
I was like, okay, this, this low pro stuff is getting really annoying. Mm. Um, so I just went full, full blown with the, uh, P and W gorilla and just started getting my face back out there again. Um, which actually went a lot better than I expected it. I, I think, uh, rebranding yourself really isn't a bad thing. Oh, uh, fuck though. Sometimes it's necessary. Yeah, no, it's not necessarily that, uh, you know, people take you more seriously, but it's like, you know, okay, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this more seriously. Now you can choose to be in it or not. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's, it, it's, that's, it's a restart. Yeah. And it more or less really was for me with going to P and W gorilla, but, uh, I actually started the company itself, uh, last May. Hmm. And I haven't worked a nine to five since November. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, November. That, that was October? one of the questions. That was one of the Correction, questions I had. Said October. Ah, okay. <laughs> I mean, still, that's that's a big step, and uh, and being able to make you know your passion your livelihood is so i i'm in that struggle right now i'm like we're we're getting there with the uh the art and war podcast that seems to be the the main vehicle for making this lifestyle kind of you know t the 24 7 instead of the the weekend stuff but the art and war podcast has gotten oh popular too it's wild i just at the fucking arizona rally i was talking to a few guys and they're like oh yeah we listen to that show i was like jesus christ every like a lot of people there were like, "Oh yeah, we listen." <laughs> Weird. Speaking of, did you actually know that uh, that Nathan made the gorilla mask? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Um, that so I was meaning to get into the masks a little bit. Um, did he, wait, did he did he tell you about the new project though? He mm, he did not. I don't think. I mean, I might know. We we chat like you know all day every day, so he might. Uh... I can go into it. It's not like a secret. Okay. Okay. Well. I, if you if you want to go into the new project, I'll ask about the masks. Otherwise, I'll derail us. What's uh, what's go... Nathan doing for you? Um, so you know how like the constant joke of shooting into trash. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So I'm having him design uh six targets. For <laughs> That's, me. Just That's just trash. That's just trash. I love it. I love it so fucking much. Is it gonna have like scores and shit? Yeah, it's gonna have scores, but you get more points if you miss. <laughs> fuck's sake god damn it uh but one of them is diehard themed beautiful okay no that, that yeah. sounds fun i i really like the novelty targets because i mean yeah it's, it's not like a new thing for shooters to have novelty targets I and mean, we've had zombies since all that fucking weirdness and everything was green back in like yeah but at least as far as i'm aware no one's done trash targets yet and I was no like, why no i I I like, why zombies. has no one tapped into this yet yeah i've seen zombies i've seen terrorists i i haven't seen trash yeah, so one of them is actually going to be a zeroing target. Yeah. Um, and that one I'm going to make uh, free to download. Fuck um, yeah. But the concept was is that you still have to purchase it on my website, but it's free. So it's like, ah, maybe some people buy some stickers while they're here. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, why not, right? Free services alongside paid ones. That's, you know. Well, that's, that's what the training events are, you know, because all the, all the training events are free. And then, you know, all of my guys, well, I wouldn't say all of them. A lot of them, you know, really like to support me because I do all this events and all this planning, you know, for completely free. 
And then it's like, you know, if you want to buy some magazines from me or if you want to buy a, a P80 or if you want to buy some merch, you know, I have it all available. No, I, I really like that model. So like, you know, free education, proliferation of the culture. And then it's like there's a voluntary support method and it's working out. Yeah, because it's like if you don't want to buy stuff, you don't have to. You can come yeah, get yeah. Tra- you can come get training uh, all, all you want, you know, come one, come all, unless you don't fit the certain parameters and i realize that's shitty but is what it is well i mean so when people hear that shit they might be like oh okay what's he on about but uh you're talking about the vax thing yeah <laughs> i love it so it's like, oh, only had... oh, sorry i guess i'll, I'll divulge in that farther it's not a race thing if if anyone's thinking that and i know a lot of people well, like yeah, no, that place i i i know i know it's um it's funny because when it comes to your group, it's like, yeah, yeah, they are discriminatory. Extremely. <laughs> if you're not a pure blood. <laughs> yeah, no, extreme. And that's another people even try to take that to a race thing. They're like, oh, pure blood oh. means whites only. And I'm like, where where did you hear that? Like I and even it, if that it, was it's, it's unfortunate phrasing, but it, it's funny, but it's also kind of it's born of the whole divide and conquer thing we have going on. So I I get that people might have problems with it and shit, but well, okay. So I, I understand it too. Right. And I didn't, yeah. I, I don't want it to be this way, but it's gotten to the point where I have to stay to my convictions. And if, if I was to change my mind at this point, this far in, you know, I would be a hypocrite and I would not be staying to my convictions. You know, it's, and there's a lot of that. I've had guys, you know, message me their qualifications and all that. And it's like, oh my God, this dude would be a fucking asset. Absolutely. But I, I have to stay to my convictions. I have to stay to my morals. You know, I, I, I do not support anything whatsoever when it comes to the vaccinations, um, anything about the COVID restrictions, all this bullshit. I don't wear fucking masks anymore at all. I don't, and it's inconvenienced the wife a couple of times. I'm sorry, hon. Like we'll go out to dinner, and I just I won't fucking do it, man. I just won't. No, we've I... got we've gotten to that point. We're just like, no, I'm not. I'm not anymore. I'm just not. No, I I know that feeling. <sighs> I like. Uh, I mean, having come from Europe, I'm like, I I don't want to let this shit slip. Yeah. You know, and not not that I moved here during COVID. I was here prior to it, thankfully. But um, you know, you see what's happening over there, and, and what's happened over there, and Australia and shit, and you're like, no. Not here. That's fucking insane. Well, and I so, mean, Australia, Canada, um, Jesus, Canada. Uh, people being trampled by horses. That's that's the most recent thing. And, and people are like, no, no, no. That's not police brutality. That's uh, that's just bad people being dealt with. That's that's <laughs> another thing. Is is how many people will support the police no matter what happens? And it's like, do, at what at what point in World War Two would you have been like? I don't know, man. Yeah, I have I'm, some questions for how yeah. the police are acting. <laughs> You're like, ah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know, I, they're just following orders. Yeah, the, the book burning was a little bit weird. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Escorting us on the trains. kind of. Yeah, the tra- I mean, the trains can be taking us nice places, guys. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's just keep on listening. But, um, like, so what the, the thing that always comes up that I've seen with your, uh, vaccination policy, I love, I kind of like calling it that, uh, is, um, because, yeah, because finally it's, it's on its head. Um, people are always like, oh, I was forced to. It's like, okay, 
No, you weren't. Let's analyze that. Were you held down to an Were you held table? down? Yes, exactly. Because if you were, you have, you know, you, you have my full support. That's fucked up. We're going to get those bastards. Um, I don't think anyone's been held down. No, not to my knowledge. I, I can't I'm sure it's that. happened to be, to be fair. I'm sure yeah, it's happened somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it has, but at least as far as everyone that's tried to train with me, not yeah. a single person has been held down by gunpoint and forced to take a vaccination. They made a choice. Uh, am I yeah. saying that was an easy choice? No, but you oh, made a no. choice and your choices have consequences. And yeah. if that consequence is I don't want you around me, so be it. You know, what yeah. what do you think was going to happen? That like everyone was just going to go with whatever you wanted because, you know, it's 2022 and we just have to agree with everyone's decisions no matter what. I, I don't have to. I don't want to be around you and I'm not going to. Yeah, and I realize and that's kind of cold-blooded, but it I mean it is, but I get it because it's like on the one hand, you know, a lot of people, like, there has been serious hardships. There has been, pe have been people forced to choose between, you know, like, getting back on the job hunt and, and facing that uncertainty, or, or you know, just bending the knee and doing what they were told. And it's like, okay, but you realize what you just did by bending the knee, right? You're saying that it's okay to be forced into a position where you have to put something in your body. And yep. you, do, you doing that for yourself is one thing, but... I mean, on a societal level, every single dude that decides it's easier to bend my knee than to figure things out and, and go my own route that I believe in, that, that has serious cultural implications. If Absolutely. If every single guy just does that for every issue where they're like, I don't agree with this, but this is the, this is the easier way. Guess where we fucking get to? Europe, Canada, and Australia. Yep, and that's that's all it is. Every single time I hear that, it's like, well, I didn't have a choice. Uh, you know, I, I I wanted to go with the easier route because this was difficult, but I didn't have a choice. And it's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Like that, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, no, you you made like like you just said, you made the easy choice. That's all you did. The main thing yeah. I hear from a lot of people is like, oh, but you know, they were gonna kick me out of the military. It's like, and. Yeah, it's like that would have been that would probably would have been the the good route to go, man. <laughs> like, do you do you realize how great of a sign that would have been for <laughs> yeah, for, for American leaders if the vast majority of the military was like, no, yep, now mandate what? rejected. What you you <laughs> think they're gonna kick out everyone? Do you think they can kick out everyone? No, but you all. You know, the, the supposedly, you know, the, the strongest, most hardcore, badass men and women <laughs> that we have in this country all bended the knee. Yep. And I, and, oh man, I've gotten so much hate for, for no, being I, like anti-military and anti-veteran and whatnot. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm trying to hold them accountable, you know, the yeah. best that I can, and, which, you know, isn't saying a whole lot because it's not like I have... A whole lot of power which well, well if they're coming to you as you know as a figure as a leader as a cultural leader which you know whether you like it or not you are in a way at this point um you know even our small micro what, what do they call it niche uh, micro niche celebrity or something uh, yeah internet, no, internet, 
uh into oh God, the, what's it called fuck no no it's a it's a fucking thing people say to me all the fucking uh, no i know i know exactly niche, what you're about. niche internet micro celebrity is the kind of like <laughs> throwaway and i i love it because it's like yeah we're all fucking you know what's you you have 14k okay fuck off you know <laughs> i mean okay so that's another thing uh, and i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna segue right quick um okay cool <laughs> you have you know you have 500 followers awesome okay cool you have 14,000 followers. Cool. Okay. You have 400,000 followers. All of those, theoretically speaking, could be on the same playing field if you're not using them correctly. No, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's so it's like, okay, you have all these millions of you followers. Have, you have all these followers. What are you doing with it? <laughs> right? Are you yeah. actually helping these people or are you just giving them, you know, mind numbing entertainment? I do a little yeah. of both. <laughs> we we do some meme and we do some training but uh hey, i i love memes you know it is no, what it so is that's i mean that's how that's why anyone knows who the fuck i am on here is because i i started intermingling um you know doing basic uh what i knew of of small unit tactics and shit in uh basic infographic slides that were like memes so people were like oh you know they're sitting on the shit or they're sitting on the bus whatever it is and seeing it work scrolling through the phone they're getting all that stuff in a bite-sized thing alongside their memes because we're all add as shit and that's the only well, way any of us learn anymore you know yeah that's that was the the main way a lot of people found me is doing all the hot take memes <laughs> all, all the military stuff i mean you've got some great conversations out of that though there's so much more that i want to do and i'm gonna be honest with you i'd say my biggest achilles heel right now is uh marketing because mm. it's like i don't i don't know beyond like sponsored ads it's like how do you even market what you have to sell without just blatantly saying hey come buy my shit <laughs> well mate this is my bread and butter we need to talk but uh <laughs> this is what i do for a living <laughs> this is this is my bullshit uh revenue generation job uh hey, that's not my dreams yeah yeah it's not gonna do shit for me when the world ends but <laughs> it's what i know now but um no seriously so where the fuck we are going down a rabbit hole with the, hey you know what rabbit holes are fun Rab I love rabbit holes, but uh, fuck, where were we? We were in... Um, I, I have no idea. Oh, the military. Okay, so the military yes. mandate thing. And um, I'm getting better at this. I've been doing this for a minute. So we're talking about how people are looking at you. You know, they're, they're these, you know, supposedly badass guys who are looking at you for approval when they, they get the vaccine. And then they're like, hey, but can I come and train with you? It's like, dude, you had all of the cards in your hand and you threw them out. Well, yeah, so if, if people are, you know, if they are coming to me and asking me for my opinion, then obviously that means that they value my opinion, Yeah, theoretically yeah. speaking, right? Um, and I think that a lot of people get upset when they realize that, you know, I no longer in any way, shape, or form respect them because of their decisions. And I think that a lot of people are projecting their own insecurities when I call out, you know, those issues. And a lot of the things that I call out, and this isn't even necessarily just the military, but in general, like a lot of the things that I call out on my page are things that I have issues with too. Um, and it's like, where do you think I get these content ideas from? It's that I'm an imperfect fuck as well. Um, <laughs> And I was actually talking to one of my guys about this recently. And it's like, this is, 
this is how I know that so many men have issues with so many things like motivation to just get off your fucking ass and go to the goddamn gym. Because maybe while I'm typing that, it's me saying that to myself, saying it to you that I need to get yeah. off my fucking ass and go to the yeah. gym. And so that many is, people, yep. yeah, so many people are like, oh man, this guy's, you know, he's, 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 he's being so mean to me. And it's like, nobody's in <laughs> the same boat as you. <laughs> he's being mean to himself. Exactly. <laughs> Show the man some sympathy <laughs> and then get off your ass and go to the fucking gym too. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I love that shit. And it's definitely, we, we are in a unique space because our culture is not one that is gonna, it, it's, it's, it, it sounds silly to say, but it's being marginalized. It's, it's being done away with because it's not convenient anymore. Rifleman culture is no longer convenient for America. Oh, no. I mean, especially, especially for the world. I mean, it's been killed off in most of the world. You know, Anglo-Saxons used to practice with their, their bow and sword on a Sunday. That shit oh, has not been happening in England for a minute. <laughs> I, I, I highly doubt it. And it's kind of that, you know, violence has... <sighs> violence, in a way, is starting to become culturally only for the state. Yeah, and that's... Where, when it becomes really fucking scary is when it's so normalized, but also so, like, vilified for it, for, for the, the common man to practice it, but there's only these lofty, special individuals who get to practice it on you if you don't conform to whatever their standards of the day might be, whatever flavor and then so, And then <laughs> so many people just hoop and holler and praise it. I mean, look at, yeah. look at how many trap videos there are for, you know, uh, military operations. Right? Oh, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With, with the awesome background music and, and the great photography and the, the angles and the zooms and they got a little bit of the, uh, of the haze in there and it's like, like why that was a we... wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we glorifying this so much? Like, why are, like, these are the bad guys and I, and I realize that, you know, a lot of guys I guess a lot of women and men, you know, don't want to see the military or the police as the bad guys. You know, they're the heroes. And it's like, in where in history were the, the, the hand of the government, were they the good guys? Yeah. And I, I th something that a lot of people, especially in our community, struggle with, you know, many of us have uh, worn the Stormtrooper helmet at some point. Whatever oh, yeah, that. right here. Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I started doing my officer training and then I, I bailed on that shit, thankfully. So we've all, you know, had those those ideals and thought that was the way to go um, for one reason or another. And so to then, you know, really analyze these things and, to, you know, think about things like Waco and Ruby Ridge and all that and, and fucking recent government violence. It's like, guys, we need to get very real about who the bad guys are here. Well, yeah, I mean, Hurricane Katrina, that was 2005. That, that was not that long ago. The government was going door to door. You know, the, the National Guard and police were going door to door confiscating firearms in 2005. That was not that long ago. Yeah, but the majority of our culture, they're still very much plugged into, I'm going to outsource this responsibility of self-defense, of, of defending my life, if it comes down to it, uh, to the state. And that's fucking well, terrifying. I mean, like what? What is it though? Because it's it's a, a false sense of security. You know, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they they want that sense that you know. Oh, I I don't have to be a strong masculine man because well, I can just call the police. And it's like, well, what <laughs> happens? Do I when hate? The police, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, what happens when the police don't get there for a couple of hours? Right? Like, what happens when the police just don't show up at all? Now what? But I think that the majority of people have been, for one way or another, brainwashed by the media. Uh, I was actually at my grandparents' house recently, and not to hate at my grandfather at all, because I think he's a great man, but um, the news is always on when I go there. Always on. <laughs> oh, poor dude. And, and I, so I was sitting there, and I was watching the news, and I'm like, is this... So I haven't I haven't had cable since 2014. Mm. Um, but I was just sitting there and I was, I was talking to my grandma and I was just casually, you know, I'd, I'd tune into the news here and there. And I'm like, is this the shit that the majority of the people in America actually sit down and watch and listen to? Because I I I can't. I mean, I can believe it, but at the same time, it's just like, really, dude, it's a different culture. It's an entirely different culture for like, from like the remnant of like you know old school civilian riflemen. I am responsible for myself, kind of America. Yep. Com- compared to you know, I am just plugged in every day. I come home from my tax cattle job. I plug into Netflix or my six other subscriptions I can choose from, <laughs> and then I just sit there in my my uh, sterilized little studio apartment, and that's my lot in life. And I'm not progressing. I'm not. There's no long-term plan this is just just what i do and you know whatever whatever the government decides that's where it's going (laughs) i i saw this thing uh not that long ago someone had responded to uh one of my posts that sometimes it's okay to just find that nine to five that you're comfortable with and you know work out your days and i was just like what i'm sorry what like work work, oh work out your date not just like as a temporary like i need to make some cash and then make the move like just live out your days as a fucking yeah but i was just like are are you just i'm sorry because sometimes it dumbfounds me even though like i'm so aware of it sometimes i'm just still just like are you you said you what (laughs) (laughs) and like that spongebob me you what Sometimes it's okay to just show up to my Walmart cashier job and do that for 30 years and then die. You know, I actually, and I realize this is just segue after segue after segue, but <laughs> I had I had a friend in high school, um, and everyone says this with the military. Well, I don't say everyone. A lot of people say this in the military. When you get back from the military to your hometown and nothing has changed and you feel like a different person, that is one of the biggest wake-up calls of your life. Um, but one friend that I had in high school and I got back from the military and he was still work. Actually, you know what? I take that back Two friends, one friend, all all of his days. So I, at the time I was 25, he was still working as a cashier at Walmart that he had been working since sophomore year of high school. And then another friend was still working at, um, Safeway in the seafood department. And it's just like, is that all you're going to do for the rest of your life? It's terrifying. Like, do you you have, like, you you just got no goals, no ambitions. You go home and you play video games and then you get ready for work the next day and you go back to work. Like you don't do anything on the weekends. You don't go better yourself. You don't have goals, ambitions. You don't have anything that you want to do. Anything you strive for in life. Just this is it. Yeah. 
And that just, I don't know, being There's, stagnant terrifies me. Me too, man. That there's and there's that's the majority. Like when 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 people say you know three percenter, what does that make you think? Three percent of the population were like doing something, and the rest were just kind of just kind of a mess. They're doing what? <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, during the first American Revolution, I bet a lot of people, you know, didn't even know it was happening. Yeah, they were. Oh, there's a there's a fucking conflict. <laughs> Yeah, like, a, like a few towns over. What the fuck's that? Yeah, about? you're like, there's a what? There's a we wall with Britain? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I'm, sh I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. People dumbfounded like a year into the revolution. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, what do you? We revolt. We we got rid of Britain. When that happened? Where was I? <laughs> I that, that, yeah, that's cool. But what the fuck? Oh wait, why are you taxing my whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what now? Oh man, that's so sad because that's that's how it is, though. No, and that's I mean we have to be realistic and pragmatic to a point. There is a percentage of the population that is just indifferent, that will not unplug, that refuse to be anything but a matrix battery. And if that's their decision, you know, enjoy. So, uh, I hope Disney Plus heard... is great, but there's nothing I can do for you. It goes along exactly with this. But have you heard the uh, the limited soul count theory? <laughs> I'm I'm not big on this kind of stuff, but I I think I have. I think I know what you're on about. Well, okay, I'm not I'm not religious either. Um, okay, okay. But I I do find the the, the limited soul count theory f fascinating. Um, no, I, I can understand it. <laughs> I really like, and, and even even if it's not a amount of limited souls uh, uh, that are allowed on the earth, I do firmly believe that the vast majority of people alive today are npcs it's so me me and my girlfriend talk about this because like we we've all i'm sure any, anyone listening to this show especially has had some period in their life where they're like jesus i was just fucking asleep like th there was a period in my life where i got my fucking head bounced off concrete cops showed up didn't do fuck all for me and i i, I said thank you for your service officer nice thin blue line patch and if you know me, if you know me, I mean, you, you know, any, anyone coming from your page and, and seeing me, I mean, you'd be surprised, perhaps. But anyone who follows me for a long time, that's a different person. Yeah, that is a, that's a different human being to who I am today. And like, I was just going through the motions, you know, like growing up, of course, you're figuring things out and stuff. But at a certain point, it was like kind of actual consciousness where you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I need to be a bit more careful because the world is not what I thought it was. I mean, there's a point where I was a uh, Republican, conservative, libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> Conserv the conservatarian stage is a painful one. Oh, man. I'm so glad I'm out of that. But it's like every. <laughs> <sighs> Have you seen the newest Crowder video? Shut the fuck up. I have not, and I'm happy that I haven't. <laughs> I, I wonder if that guy's still going. I mean, who the fuck is like... I, I'm sorry, but who the fuck is listening to anyone like Ben Shapiro or Crowd or any, anyone like that for answers these days? Like, hey, do you guys think you can wrestle the government into a, into a position where it's not fucking us so hard? What are you talking <laughs> about? Bo just vote harder. What do you <laughs> vote, vote us to safety. Vote us away. Oh my God. Vote, vote us into freedom. Vote us into freedom, yes. I'm just, guys, I'm going to vote so fucking hard at the next box. Yeah, next time we're going to vote <laughs> yeah. so hard. Because oh, that's, that's how that works. Th I that's all the fucking Second Amendment rally was at Arizona. We were all sitting there, like, you know, 
joking and shooting the shit and gear and stuff and but and all the speakers are just going on so make sure you register to vote make sure you register register the vote i'm like jesus christ you guys yeah, consider yourselves I've... activists no i i stopped going to rallies a while ago they're oh, yeah. so painful yeah out out here it's basically like an instagram tradition we, we all just show up and talk shit and then you know d- do otherwise yeah, it's not like fair but you know no, there there was one rally that I was at uh, in t- early 2020 uh, out this way, and they got a permit for us to host a rally on the steps of the Olympia, ca- uh, the capital of Washington, Olympia, and uh, a bunch of like fuds started yelling at us <laughs> because we were out of the permit zone, oh, and I'm right. like. Y- you are begging in ple- you, you are out I just listened to you screaming and hooping and hollering about freedom and you're telling me that I'm out of the permit zone? Wait wait and you, were you guys like open carrying at this? Yeah. So it's like, dude. <laughs> what the fuck is the point of any of this if we can't like have a little bit of say over I mean crazy if we're going to plug into that mindset over how we run our lives within this constitutional republic. Like surely I have a say, right? That's another no. thing that that really just gets me going is that so many people still think that the Constitution means anything. Oh God, help them! It's like, bud, you realize that's a piece of paper and it doesn't mean dick all, right? Because our rights were tra- our rights were already trampled on. I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. <laughs> no one did anything. Stop flying the don't tread on me flag. You were tread on and you didn't do anything about it. Yeah. But a lot of people still don't even think that their rights were tread on. And that's even more painful. So they're they're redrawing their line in the sand every few years. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, hey, 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 this is what we're conserving now. It's like, dude, Jesus Christ. What? There's there's a lot of coping that has been going on the last few years. And there are so many people that I've just stopped bothering having conversations with. Um, there was a woman recently that I had an entire, like probably like 15 minute argument with. Um, and it was her writing paragraphs and me <laughs> commenting with clown emojis. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, like it comes to a point where you can plant seeds and you can debate and debate and debate. And at a certain point, the the person just has to figure it out or continue living that, like we were talking about, NPC existence. And I think there's a lot of people who are going to be, you know, whichever way it goes, like, you know, like big picture, say this government collapses and it becomes some stateless society where people are still figuring out what the fuck they're doing. Those people are just going to be like, oh, uh, how, how does cryptocurrency work? Uh, how, how do I grow my own food? Yeah. Uh, how, do, how do I self-police myself? How do I how do I protect my community? You know they're, they're going to be picking up the pieces. Yeah, can I can I can I buy crops with these bitcoins? Yeah, and, and instead of like they they're going to go along with whatever the fucking you know whichever way the wind blows. And there's always going to be that populace. And then there's going to be the ones who are act- actively like this is the way things are going, and and you know adjusting <laughs> and, and well, who so are conscious of it. That's another thing that I I have a difficulty keeping in mind but i know that i have to keep in mind and like you were saying with the the three percent right 
Uh, and like I was saying with NPCs, that there are a lot of people that they are only good for being cogs in the machine. And there's some people that you're never going to be able to argue with. You're never going to be able to change their minds. They are there to be cogs in the machine. And some people you don't have to waste your time arguing with. Um, and that's something that I've, I feel like I've gotten a lot better on of just not wasting my breath on a lot of people like, uh, like arguing on social media, right? What's the point? What's, yeah. what's it going to do? Yeah. You know, if someone like, doesn't agree with you, they don't agree with you and there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously we're, we're, we're both pages for education. So you plant your wider seeds. You're like, Hey, these are my ideals. This is what I think. These are my arguments. And then like, I used to spend hours getting into debates in the comments and being like no no no, you misunderstood this 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 these are my points no 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 yep. do you. And, and now i'm just like these are the ideas you know a lot of a lot of very fucking smart people have had them before me made the same you know kind of uh had the same view on the way things are i hit this is what the fuck is happening make of that what you will if it doesn't make sense to you fair enough fuck off whatever you know <laughs> but all, all i can do is plant the seeds i can't force you to see what I'm seeing. No, absolutely. You know, and I, I hate using this analogy, but you know, you can lead a horse to water and all that jazz. Absolutely. I mean, you can only present the idea and you know, if, if someone as an individual chooses to continue to be a cog, that's really fucking sad, but that's on you, man. I, 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 I can't drag you out of the mud that you are, you wish to be stuck in seemingly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and there's, there's just a lot of people that they would rather be comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I, I get that, you know, as far as like the matrix goes, you know, a lot of people just, they rather, they rather take the blue pill, you know, cause the, let's be honest, the blue pills a lot easier route. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Christ. We're at the stage, and this is something that I'm like excited to get into discussing. It's a bit more of a a white pill if we're talking uh, medications. Um, Based. I, I see you talking about wanting to get into like a land share and starting up a community with like-minded people, kind of the intentional community idea with yes. uh, you know build your tribe up and actually have something you know reject this artificial bullshit that we're talking about and build something separate and kind of. That, that will outlast this. Absolutely. Is, is that something you're... Is that like uh, near future? Or is that kind of like, you know, more a, a long-term goal for you? Um, As of right now, it's looking like it might be a lot more near than far. Oh, yeah? But we'll see how things play out. Um, I have a lot of products um, in the works that I'm hoping do well. And that may help me financially and help the tribe financially that I can, you know, start getting us into some property. Um, Cause you know, it's not just getting in the proper into the property. That's the issue, but also making it livable. Um, another oh, yeah. issue, another issue that I've run into and <clears throat> you know, this just is what it is, but the VA loan does not cover raw land and I'm not looking at buying a house. I want to buy raw land. Mm. Um, and the majority of raw land, you have to have a, not all of them, but the majority, it's like a 30 to 50% um, down payment. Yeah. Um, and that's going to that's gonna get fucking pricey. Yup. And there's, 
there are a lot of things that I would like to do financially before that. So, I mean, we're absolutely getting there. You yeah, know, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not that to say that we're not, but it takes time. And that's one thing that I have to kind of keep in the back of my head that you know, all these things take time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we all have our ideal and God knows we're working towards them. But uh, it, it's that has been my great source of optimism is more and more people, you know, that there's so many splintering of, you know, effectively tribes within this loose, uh, you know, freedom movement, liberty movement, whatever the fuck you want to call it at this point. Whatever that, it is. Um, yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Um, even people who don't know they're in it, who are just doing something to try and, you know, be more free, whatever that, whatever shape that takes. It's giving me a, a whole ton of optimism to see more and more people arriving at the same conclusion that's like, oh, I can't just, like, vote my way there. I have to just, I have to build something. You, you can't just tear something down. You actually have to take your fucking hands and build something that's going to last and something that's different. Well, and another thing that uh, a lot of people I've found that uh, have an issue with that is like, oh, you guys are just going to get Ruby Ridged or, oh, you guys are, <laughs> are just going to get drone striked. And it's like, wh why do you think that I'm immediately, like, talking about trying to fight the government? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm literally just trying to fuck off. And you know what? If that yeah. means me having to pay taxes to daddy, you know, okay, cool, sure, whatever, I'll, I'll not that I well, want to, I'm going <laughs> to avoid at all costs, but if it means that, you know, I get to avoid trying to fight the government, not on my terms, um, then yeah, I'll, I'll pay some fucking taxes. And the people well, that say, oh, I'd never pay taxes. And it's like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you do, bud. <laughs> well, here's, here's the dirty little secret. Daddy might die soon. He's not looking too good. And yeah, that's that's another thing that people <laughs> don't really want to talk about. <laughs> I mean, you know, the the whole reason that uh, intentional communities are so attractive right now, and way beyond just you know the prepping community, so many people are arriving at this conclusion from all sorts of different spots, all sorts of different places, whether it be homeschooling or homesteading or whatever, you know, so many different, even even um. With the Black Lives Matter stuff, I'm going to make some of your audience cringe, but there was a, there's a, there's a community out in Georgia, I believe, like a black community that wanted to start their own town, I think it's called like Freedom or something, because they were sick of police brutality, and they were like, we just want to start our own community and be left the fuck alone, yeah, and, and do things our way, and I'm like, Good. fucking respect, fucking respect. Good, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that should be happening all across this country. Like, just, like I, I, I literally want to do the same fucking thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, cool. You want to go over there and be left alone? I want to go over here and be left the fuck alone. So let's both leave each other alone. Yeah, like people figuring out what their tribe is, whatever that. And, and you know, when when we talk about tribes and stuff, there's obviously one way to look at it, like tribalism, and then there's another way, like knowing what your people are, like the people you want to have around you, and uh, yeah, that, that looks different for everyone. What works is different for everyone. I think a lot of people get really, really uppity about tribalism and creating your circle. I just like, I mean, look at, look at any large congregation of people and watch how fast you get small tribes, small cliques, whatever you want to call it. Right. Look at any oh, yeah. high school, 
you know, and look in the military and, and how fast small little groups, because you want to be around people that you like, you want to be around people that you trust. And that it doesn't matter how that might look. That's how it shakes out. You know, you want to be around people that you like. Is that yeah. easy? Um, I know a lot of employers where they don't hire people they don't like because it's like, I don't want to be around this person for, you know, eight, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's just like simple freedom of association, right? Like we, we live in this artificial society where we're all like boxed in on top of each other. Like that's that's that shit's not natural. That's why we all, well, not all of us, but that's why a lot of people are calling cops on each other for fucking noise complaints. Yep. It's not, like, th this is not a community. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the, I'd say the vast majority of the people that I live around, it's like, I don't like these people. I don't want to be around these people. I don't know these people. I don't want to get to know these people. Yeah, you don't no, have shared values. No, not at all. They, they're, not, they're not my people. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like, going... Going out in the mountains with men that I have already, you know, shared blood and sweat, laughs, cries with, that is extremely appealing to me. And it's something that in the modern world, we've lost. And through technological advances, through cultural change, I'm not sure exactly. I'm no biologist. <laughs> there's been so much damage from so many places it's hard to nail it down i mean you know uncle ted had a few thoughts about what what did the job but i mean there's there's been so much that has psychologically uh, uncle, and physically uncle, fucked us up uncle teddy definitely hit the nail on the head with a lot of things um <laughs> not saying i agree with everything but you know there's uh, a casual uncle ted disclaimer yeah <laughs> uh but there was there was absolutely a lot that that i i really do agree with and uh i don't know how many times i've listened to slash read his works and it's just every single time it's like god he was so right it's terrifying i'm like god damn it yep. <laughs> like, uh, have you uh, read uh harassment architecture i haven't um is this one of the are, are we going down a fucking like no no no, no 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 it's no, it's nothing it's nothing too like I mean, oh, okay. well, I take that back. <laughs> I, I'm, I've heard some things about it. I've, I've held off just because of the kind of. No, it's, it's definitely something that anyone can read. Um, it, it is, it is pretty spicy, but it's not necessarily spicy at anyone specifically. So <laughs> I could, I would, I would recommend it to to just about anyone. But it does kind of go in a doomer ish. Yeah, like. Uh, my my thing is like i i think we all had this point where it was like very nihilistic and like oh i guess shit's just gonna come to a head then right and it's like fuck that yeah it's kind of my mindset i'm sure yours otherwise you wouldn't be dragging yourself out of bed to to pull yourself up a mountain you know yeah like well, I, so I i kind of reject that doom of things so i personally haven't picked it up because i haven't found a use for that kind of message but i mean even if even if you don't if you you walk away not agreeing with everything because once again uh, a lot of the works that I, a lot of the books and works that I recommended people it's like look I'm not saying that I agree with everything in this book I'm saying that it's a fantastic book and you should read it um, and yep. I think a lot of people 
lose sight of that. You know, I've, I've recommended books to people in the past and they, they walk away reading it. They're like, dude, what, what the fuck? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm saying it's a great book. I'm not saying that I agree with everything in that text. I'm saying it's a great book. Uh, oh yeah. I think, for a, sure. I think like, a lot of people, you know, lose that. Yeah. Like I, I'll tell people that I read like, you know, Peter Kropotkin, a fucking NCOM, and they're like, why? I'm like, there's shit we can learn. I'm not saying like a hundred percent of what he's on about is great. I'm saying there's some shit we can learn and adapt for our own uses. People well, yeah, it's, it's the same as you know, knowledge. What's the same as, you know, listening to uh, or, or reading, you know, Uncle Teddy? Right? Yeah, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with everything. I still think that he was a very, very smart man and he was on to something. Yeah. But, you know, I don't agree with everything and you don't have to agree with everything. Um, it's the same thing as, you know, people following me on social media. You don't yeah. have to agree with everything that I say. I'm, I don't think that you should agree with everything I say because that would make you my clone and that would be really weird. <laughs> and that would be fucking terrifying. Yeah, that, what, what a world. No, I, that's, that's something I think people, you know, back to this whole individual thing, like, be an individual, please, you know, don't, don't be a carbon copy of anyone, take no, information from everywhere. Absolutely, so. and I'm, I'm really glad that we're on this, this topic, because I think that a lot of people really, really lose sight of that, of, oh, oh my goodness, you know, this, this guy believes this, oh, I, I can't follow him, or oh, he thinks this, oh, I don't. I don't like that about him. And it's like, okay, well, what about all the things that you do like? Yeah. You know, like, it, 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 just because you don't agree with everything, you know, just because everything doesn't, you know, hit the nail on a head to a T doesn't mean that there's not good information there. Um, you yeah. know, there's like uh, Lucas with uh, T-Rex arms, you know, I don't agree with everything that that man says. <laughs> I still think that he puts out really good content. Fuck yeah. Yeah, there, there's so many people that I follow that I'll see a post. I'm like, I love you, but that was fucking that was fucking dumb, dude. Yeah, you're like oh, I, I love I love what you're doing, bud. But that one was not it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just I'm just gonna I'm gonna close Instagram now and and move on with my day. And hopefully when I come back, there'll be something else on the timeline. But uh, no, but I've I've made those posts. I've I've had you know where it's like okay, this this is coming from a good light. And the, the way that it's that the way that it's put put out or the way that it's perceived is terrible. Oh yeah. Absolutely terrible. It's like, okay, I didn't go about this the right way. Um, there was actually, I'm, I'm even going to call myself out. There was a couple of years ago, um, where I was trying to do like a, a, a suicide prevention kind of like awareness post. Yep. And, and I posted myself and the gun was cleared, but, and once again, I'll, I'm fully admitting this was stupid, um, but it came. I've seen it on the internet before. It seemed like a good idea, but I had a uh, unloaded fire, uh, unloaded pistol to my head, and then I had uh, a bunch of bottles of pills and 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 vodka on the table in front of me, and and the, the post was talking about how you know you you don't have to commit suicide, and when you're feeling down, you know that's the exact time you shouldn't be drinking, and your life matters. Yeah. Um, and I had people run me through the 
fucking mud for that. It's like this motherfucker what? pointed a fucking pistol no. at his head and and how and he's he's drinking alcohol and he's doing <laughs> drugs and he's got a pistol to his head and what the fuck? And I'm like, look, hold, wow, no, that is not what. <laughs> He's That's like, some was... meathead shit. It's like, like I mean, I mean, a you're a drama kid and it's a posed foe. So like, is is anyone thinking that you're taking this picture mid binge and then sharing a post like, hey guys, don't kill yourself or you know like? Once again, I I am I'm I am aware that that had the the potential to be taken the wrong way, and because it was taken the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not how it was intended. But a lot of times with social media. You have to think of this of not how you're intending it, but how it's going to be perceived. Yeah. Um, and that's something that is, at least for me, has always been a struggle of, you know, I don't intend, some, intend something a certain way, but it's perceived a certain way. Um, so, and I even, I even have but, that issue now with a lot of things that, that I say and, and how I word things. So there's a few things that were coming up in the questions that I wanted to kind of clarify, um, seeing as we've got into a few of those things, like uh, earlier, you know, talking about past groups and stuff. But uh, one thing with the masks before we went down like a billion rabbit holes was, um, so the skull mask is kind of, it's kind of had associations for years, you know, the whole right wing death squad kind of meme and like siege kind of stuff. So yeah. like, what was the... As a choice, using that as the basis for your mask, like, did you have any thoughts about that? Um, so essentially, I was trying to take something that had a bad reputation and that was also very popular and yeah. just make it its own new thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, hey, this is this is literally just gorillas because gorillas are fucking awesome. And we're taking <laughs> this in another direction now of uh, this is just gorillas. And, yeah. um, it was, it was really just that simple of, you know, yeah, the siege mask has a lot of bad reputation behind it. And I, but I like skull masks, you know, and well, I know a lot yeah, of that's, other people. That's the thing. I, I, it's a, it's a cool look. It's, it's a fucking, you know, it's a ancient look to, to make your face look like a fucking skull. If you're a warrior, that's like yep. pretty, pretty. And, common shit and, and it's been hijacked by this thing so i i appreciate that yeah so i just kind of wanted to take you know something that had a bad reputation and just put my own twist on it and it was just like i, I want to bring like revive this in a way yeah and people still tried to make that bad yeah but and it, it's a really fucking difficult thing with with branding especially in our space like there's because there's a certain amount of history and and tradition and culture that goes into, you know, all of the various things that surround rifleman culture, whether it's the Don't Tread on Me flag or more modern stuff where, yeah, you know, various kinds of masks and stuff. It's like, how do you keep some of that stuff going? How do you steer things in a better direction? How do you clarify things? And I I can understand why some people might kind of get the wrong idea. You know, when they see skull masks for years, especially to like a lot of libertarians and stuff and who've and, you know, it's a whole fucking debate and everyone's always going to be at each other's necks regardless. But I can understand where there might be some misunderstanding because it might be seen as like a continuation of that kind of tradition. Yeah, rather than veering well. away from it. 
I, I think they're fucking cool masks. I think Nathan d- did a killer job with that uh, banana camo. And, no, and he, he, he the really camo did. variants. So, but, um, I, I don't know. So I wanted to ask you kind of openly and, and get some clarification on, on how that came about and what your thought process in relation to all that stuff was. Yeah, so I would say, and and I'll even admit not fully because I'm not, you know, a perfect person by any means, but the no, vast no. majority... The vast majority of things that I post and do are with good intentions. Um, And I think that is actually something that a lot of people get misconstrued and confused. It's like, oh, this guy's just being an asshole. Or, oh, this guy guy fucking hates this people or hates these people or hates these people. It's like a lot. The vast majority of things that I do have good intentions. Not all. (laughs) That's, That's fair. That's fair. Um... And hell, with the gorilla mask, you know, I mean, I, they sell pretty fucking well. So, you know, <laughs> well, if, I, if, if some people are hating on them, more people like them. So there's that. I, I appreciate it. Um, so the other thing, and this is a more contentious issue, but I've, I've talked to a few people about it. So I think we can have a good productive conversation on it. Send um, it. I, I think I know where you're going, but send it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is it, um, is it what I think it is? It's absolutely what you think it is. So there, there have been there, there's been accusations against you, and it always yep. comes up. Like you see it in your comment sections here and there. Yep. You see it. You see it when it's brought up to bring you on as a guest. Um, you've been accused of being a Fed informant. Yes, I have. And so I, I was like, okay, well, that's a really serious accusation, especially in our circles, and it can really trigger witch hunts. And those witch hunts can they can get dangerous, you know. In so many different ways. So, um, I've asked a few people, I've got a little bit of information, but I want to hear, you know, what's, what's your side of the story on all of this? So I've actually implored people to, you know, I'm like, please, by all means, do a background check on me. Do any check that you possibly can find on me. Dig up as much dirt as you think exists on me. And I will sit back and laugh as you find nothing because there's nothing to find. Well, I've um, seen people calling you by completely different names, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a mess. <laughs> yeah, so they're the the I, you know, like go case, into as much as you're comfortable with, you know. I, I will I, I will go into absolutely everything <laughs> because I, I don't care. I have been hearing this rumor since 2019 and yeah. it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, how, and you know what? I will, I will be very nice about this. It never (laughs) ceases to amaze me how fucking retarded people are. Mm. And that's me being nice. (laughs) So, so (laughs) how did this, how did this come up? Like what's the, what's the main. Okay. So, uh, in 2019, I hosted a event with three gun Smitty, uh, called Pacific Northwest range day. And. We had roughly 80 some odd people uh, come out to that event. And one of the men that came out, his name was Will Coleman. So Will Coleman is the man that everyone uh, is claiming to be a federal informant. And because I've been in the presence of this man three times in my entire life, that somehow makes me also a federal informant. Or um, it just outright makes you will. <laughs> or it makes, or, or, and, and I've actually seen that before that uh, someone said 
that I had some sort of plastic surgery done, and I am Will Coleman. Right. So, so what I was literally when I just put up uh, my Q and A, the sources that I was being sent was like his name is Will Coleman, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I've heard a lot of people say, and it's like, dude, I what? <laughs> well, and and obviously, you know, reasonably good friends on Instagram with uh, Marauder, and he's been following you a minute. Obviously, he's seen your name, and, and you know, you just said, yeah, go into a d- dig as much dirt up as you like, and I guess you're all public now. But um, your last name's Rogan Camp, right? Correct. And, and yeah, it's like Jesus, dude. So this is the primary source that is being sent to me when this issue comes up and we've we've had a lot of great discussion in this episode and i didn't want i didn't want to leave it unaddressed and then have people be like oh yeah but he's a fed informant i want to just be like all right let's fucking talk about it you know fast forward to this point yeah yeah Um, literally no i've i've talked about it numerous times uh on my page and i have absolutely no issue talking about it whatsoever um so the first event uh, I had no idea who he was. It was just an open event. It was before COVID. So just anyone and everyone come to this event. And we had a sign-in roster and we had uh, waivers for everyone to sign. You know, please don't sue us, all that jazz. <laughs> and Will Coleman was one of the guys that uh, came to the event. And after that event, um, I had a, uh, a camping slash survival event. And anyone that came to the first event, you know, was like, hey, guys, we're going to go out camping. Anybody that wants to come, come with. Um, And once again, I hadn't talked to Will at all. Didn't know dick about him. And so he came out with that to to, with us uh, to that camping event. And before like right before the uh, that camping event, someone had told me how there was. Uh, some uh, allegations of him being a federal informant. And just like with me, I asked them for proof. (laughs) Uh, And someone sent me an article, and it's the same article that everyone gets sent saying that I'm a fed, uh, that, you know, Will did all all of this jazz down at the the rally, or down uh, uh, with um, the Bunny Ranch situation. And I'm like, okay, cool. There's an article. Where's the proof? Um, yeah. Because one article isn't proof. Um, and once again, I still don't even know if that man actually was an informant, if he actually got people killed. I have still yet to see proof that he did it. But after um, I started getting called a federal informant for being associated with him, he actually... Uh, deleted his social media and no one that I'm aware of has heard from him since 2019. He just dropped off the grid. So that in itself is sketchy as fuck but I have at least that I'm aware of, no one's had contact with him since. Not that I even give a fuck (laughs) to be completely honest (laughs) with you Um, because it's a guy that I met a couple of times and somehow my name's tagged to him. But anyway, um, so me and him had a conversation at that camping event um, about him being a federal informant. Mm. Uh, how'd, because, that, how'd that come up? Like, did you just say, like, hey, what the fuck is the deal? Uh, more or less, yeah. Um, and I, I asked By the him, way. 
I was like, hey, I, I actually did hear this about you. You know, do you have anything to say on that? I, I'm legitimately curious. And he told me that it was a bullshit rumor and that none of that happened. Uh, so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And that was that. And we didn't bring it back up for that entire camp. And then the next time I saw him, me and him just so happened to be at a rally in downtown Olympia at the same time. And that was the only three times I'd ever been around that man. And only one of those times did we actually have like any resemblance of a conversation. Um, now, I guarantee you for a fact a lot of people aren't going to believe that because for whatever reason, people find something to hate on someone about and they just stick with it. Well, um, so I what I saw from all of this, from a, complete, from a completely neutral standpoint, because, you know, I, I want to interview, I want to do a solid job of it because I think you're doing great things for rifleman culture right now. I want to see more of it, and I want to make sure that you're, you know, a good, a good well for these fine people to be drinking from. And so I, you know, I was like, if you have sources, give me sources, something to grill this guy on. And no one gave me anything beyond what seemed to be Cope and Seethe from Brovets. I'm like, the guy's getting attention, and all people can say to me is, oh yeah, this is, uh, this guy's will. <laughs> and if he denies it, he's he's a fed informant. And on top of that, um, he's like giving away information on his guys. And I'm like, okay, if you show up and you're training with someone and you're finding that you're getting in trouble and that you're compromised, wh where's the leak? You, know, you, you would think if there was a major problem, it would be pretty fucking obvious by now. <laughs> that's that's another thing right is that you know i've been training with people uh all throughout washington state for years now you know and nothing has happened <laughs> and it's and once again i've asked so many people please by all means give me any sort of proof for these allegations and, with and with that being said, the allegations still make absolutely no no sense whatsoever. Because it's like, how am how am I guilty of the same charge that someone else is guilty of just by association? Does that mean that every single person that's ever been in my presence for more than three events does that make them a Fed informant? Where does it stop? Is everyone Fed informants now? Oh, yeah. is, it just, I mean, is it is it just like a, a some sort of infection that just spreads that, and like you caught exactly, the Fed informant and now you're yep. now you're a Fed informant? It's like who am I informing to? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm sure people will talk shit about me and what I do just for talking to you. And those people are you know they're wrapping themselves in tinfoil in their basement, afraid to leave because everyone is so interested in what they're doing. It's like none of this is important if you practice opsec on an individual level like yeah you know go out and train with guys but like fuck i've, I've been working with people in the e-militia for years and we still don't know you know necessarily each other's last names or like you know like a, a lot of a lot of information has been left out out of you know because we because we love each other and we're protecting each other and sh you know that kind of thing is you if you're training with a group you should be doing the same thing like leave out details like you know 
there's a certain amount of bonding and stuff, but don't just give your fucking social security number kind of shit out, you know, like, keep a certain layer of, you know, like, like, just compromising shit. No one's coming. No, up, I, like, I, I, it, no, I, I completely agree. Um, like that's, that's it, another thing I've told so many guys. It's like, look, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally shut the fuck up is, is the best way you can phrase that. Like, I, I, if I was a Fed informant, right, and you haven't done anything illegal, what am I going to be able to inform anyone about? And even if I'm yeah. not a Fed informant, you shouldn't be telling people illegal things you're doing anyway. Yeah, yeah. If, if someone's coming out to your training events, which the purpose is, you know, to be, to prepare yourself, to be better, to have these, you know, communication skills and bushcraft and all of that thing, so you can go out and have your own groups and expand that kind of culture... It's like, all right, if you're coming here and being like, hey, uh, so so what are the plans? You know, like, w w when are we going to kick some shit off? Like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? I'm just trying to... Yeah, I'm it's just like trying, to, I'm just trying to make it through the year, dude. <laughs> I, um, but that's the thing is, and I'm not going to out any names, not that I could out any names because this was on old accounts. Um, so it's all deleted anyway. Ha ha ha. But I've had... <laughs> or I've property of Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> I've legitimately had people message me, like, pictures of illegal things that they have. Oh, yeah, me, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, why the fuck are you sending me this? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I, no. And, like, <laughs> even at that, if people do think I'm a Fed informant, why would, one, why would you be sending me that if I was? Two, why are you sending people uh, illegal things over unencrypted comms? Yeah. Why are you putting that on social? Like, no, 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 no. There's, there's so <laughs> much no about that. Yeah. Like if, yeah. And, and another thing, right? Like if, if you don't like me, if you <laughs> do think that I'm some informant or, or anything, just don't follow me then. Yeah. Well, I, I mean like us having this conversation, a lot of people are like, why, you know, you're putting yourself at risk. No, no, no. What? No, of no. What? We're, we're having a, we're having a conversation. Like, <laughs> if you like, I don't know, slipped in some enhanced interrogation techniques or some shit, and like asked some questions, I somehow dox myself during this interview. <laughs> like, I don't know. People are fucking crazy. People really need to like dial in their paranoia to a point that it's helping them and keeping them aware of threats and and being realistic about what those you know where there there is danger and us having this conversation. I, I could be a Fed informant. You could be a Fed informant. We are not endangering ourselves because of the way we're communicating because we're not fucking idiots. You know? like, I, I think, and you know what? That's another huge issue um, in, in the firearms community, right? Is, is the paranoia. Yeah. You know, like this is, this is a huge reason that we're never going to get anywhere as a community because everyone's so fucking paranoid of each other. <laughs> We've reasonably good reason but it's like with some i mean simple okay understanding to, of opsec and, and and like you know like to a th degree yes yeah you can be careful and like do these things without endangering yourself you know but i i'm when i'm saying like paranoid over paranoid i'm talking like the the tinfoil hat and saying staying in mom's basement level of paranoia right like there, there's there's no good level of paranoia and the guys that probably do have good level of paranoia, I bet they're not on social media anyway. 
Oh no, 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 no! They're the best of us. The the, the ones who like yeah. Or or they have you know sleeper accounts and they're just watching people. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I mean, like someone like myself, I'm never going to be to the level of opsec that I you know speak about and kind of you know the ideal because I mean my my opsecs you know just about dead you know there's and that's that's another thing that I've talked to so many people about. It's like if I was some sort of informant, right? How how would I possibly be able to be doing what I am? Why why would I be starting a company and, and and trying to do everything that I'm doing? Like, oh, it's it's the best cover ever. I'm like, but it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Yeah, like, who, like well, in in Michigan, we had them trying to radicalize some autists to go and kidnap a governor. And, and so there was something that was actionable. And so the only way that there's going to be something actionable is if someone comes to you and they're doing a training event and they're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to go and, uh, you know, ye- insert building here? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to be like, oh, I guess I'll kick this up. You know, like, that's the only way there's going to be something actionable. What, I, otherwise, I really don't see how prepping can lead to... Like, if you don't secure yourself, that that's another issue entirely before you even run into an informant, you know? No, there there's just, there's so many logical inconsistencies with the whole rumor. And once again, anyone that's listening right now, right? By all means, if you manage to find some information that I am what I'm not, you know, I'd be more than interested to find out. Um, there was actually one of my uh, religious haters uh, apparently found some list that I was on of federal uh, informants. Even And he posted the list, but the list was blank. What? And it was just like, you guys are really just, you're just fucking trying so hard for something that isn't there <laughs> yeah and, and and even back to that that uh will coleman stuff it was like it was like oh yeah this marine i'm like there's picture of this dude that you've shared of you doing army shit yeah it's like guys for fuck's sake can we really try a little bit harder and you know like 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 you said if there's more information i'll be happy to be happy to hear about it after this episode but we are not discussing anything compromising we're discussing ideals and what the fuck is this man doing to further the FBI's cause? Not, I mean, manufacturing potential future boogeymen, perhaps, but that's a whole different rabbit hole. I mean, if anything, I'm radically, like, ideologically radicalizing people. But, like, at what level is that illegal or bad? Or, or an op. I mean, that's some serious conspiracy. Like, you're radicalizing people to be, you know, self-sustaining individuals. Yeah. To, to what end? <laughs> like For their own betterment? Oh, no. <laughs> th- 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 there's more of them. This will make it easier to crack down on them. What? Yeah. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't I, play. Had, no. And that's... That's another thing I've 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 had to tell so many people like guys let's let's sit down and, and think about this just at all you know cuz once you break it down for a second it's like this doesn't make any sense yeah I, I mean again all 
the all the evidence that was sent to me, it just stacked up to be a seething brovet and some a, a case of mistaken identity. Or, or I, I, I mean, it's so fucking weird that some people outright call you Will for one, a, a, but then also the uh, j- just by association. I mean, Christ, I, I've been to three uh, Second Amendment rallies now. And we have a guy down here who put some stickers, like some Boogaloo stickers, on the, I think, Phoenix FBI building. Mm-hmm. And he, he got his door kicked and a ton of shit like that. And, you know, a few of us have brushed shoulders with him. And I'm sure there's, like, you know, you, you could say we associated with him. I don't fucking, I don't even know the guy's name. I don't know shit all about him. I know that I've brushed shoulders with him. Might have talked to him. Who fucking knows? Does that make me now liable to all of his bullshit? I fucking hope not. I don't know a damn thing about it. Well, so that's another thing that so many people have asked me about, you know, more information about about the whole Bundy situation. I'm like, I don't know because I wasn't fucking there. (laughs) And and I think so many people like lose sight of that. Like, why am I having to prove something that I don't know about because I wasn't there? And that's why I don't know about it. Were you I don't know if you were active on Instagram for the whole Whiskey Warrior saga. I was, I was. So that was a dramatic thing, wasn't it? Where we had so much fucking misinformation. I mean, God, there was at one point where people were saying there were shots fired and multiple of, like, friend, you know, quote-unquote friendlies were on scene to assist. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? (laughs) And and so when these rumor mills get started and people start, start the witch hunt and say, this guy's a federal informant, you know, distance yourself. And especially when someone is having as much impact as you are with just in, uh, just encouraging anyone to to go from just standing on the flat range and dump mag dumping into trash to plugging in some basic soldiering skills into being a firearms owner and kind of having a just expanding that mindset of what that means and into more of a cultural lifestyle that's fucking massive so when people are like this guy's a federal informant i you know like we all need to be like okay let's fucking sit down and discuss this let's let's look at the facts and you know People are gonna. People will have already made their minds up. Some people will have come to this skeptical one way or the other, and you know, listen to what we've said and made up their own decision. But hopefully, all of that will leave them better informed and kind of you know. I, I, I once I had looked into it myself, even before we we started talking, I was like, Jesus Christ, this looks dumb as hell. And well, so that's I, another thing with that is like, I would love to sit down with you and figure more about this because I'm. I'm just as curious to learn about my, like, the other side of my life as you are. It, it must, be, uh, must be difficult being a sleeper agent. I mean, I, I'm actually a sleeper agent for the Mossad. That, that was, a, like, a 2020 era thing. So, so it was, like, from one dude. He was like, oh, you're an agent of the Mossad. I'm like, oh, sure. Proof. <laughs> sure, Please. why not? Please. That, that sounds fascinating i'm fucking like british 007 for the Mossad, based out of the <laughs> south based out of the southwest that's a good novel actually that probably would be <laughs> I, i'd write that but um yeah so people get fucking fantastical with the stories and like there's some wild shit going on in the world right now don't get me wrong no, I've, I mean, just, I've lost a lot of friends over that rumor too that's re- that's fucking retarded i've 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 lost a lot of business and i've lost a lot of friends over that rumor because uh, I fucking hate that. Yeah, because people people will choose to believe it, and then people will like share my stuff, and then um, 
other people will start hate, hating on them saying like, oh, that guy's a federal informant, that guy's a federal informant. And I've seen people like delete posts that they had shared of me and oh, cancel deals, uh, cancel events that they had planned. It, it, it never ends. Well, I'm an anarchist. I'm uncancelable apart from Zuck. So th- let this be the fucking where we, we set a line in the sand and we're like, all right, he laid out his shit. Make of that what you will, and if you have a problem, don't associate. That's your fucking right. Well, I firmly, and you know what, to a, to a certain degree, because I've sat down, and I've, I've really, and I, I just got high as shit, and I sat <laughs> down, and I just, I was like, okay, I want to think this over, I want to get into their heads, right, of where are these people coming from? And I think that with everything going on in the world, someone wants a tangible enemy. They want someone to be mad at. They want someone to be angry at on their level. That's you know th- that they feel is something something that they can affect, something that they can do. Somehow they can help. An achievable enemy. Exactly. Yeah. You know they they need a win in their life so bad that they're like, oh my god, this guy. You know, I, okay, he's on my level. Yeah. I can fight this guy. I can win. And in a way, a lot of these people, I bet, walk away after trolling my accounts or, or reporting me, getting me deleted, all, all that jazz. I bet they do walk away having some sense of accomplishment, you know? Oh, yeah. And because they're not I, getting out and doing what you're doing. Like the the guys who have issue with you are not doing what you're doing. Let's be real. They're not out there rocking on their own and going like, hey, this guy is doing things slightly different, and also he's a federal informant, fuck this guy. They're not, they're, they're doing this shit from their basement out of a point of envy. Well, I've also um, had a lot of issue with, uh, with flat range people, um, <laughs> specifically flat range people in the Pacific Northwest. Now, I, I have been able to, in this year, make amends with uh, a few people and a few companies, and I'm really happy that you know, we're starting to be able to come back around, but there, there's a few groups and there's a few people, uh, as far as the flat range goes that, you know, they, they've just decided that like, uh, fuck this guy, uh, fuck everyone that associates with him. You know, he's, he's bad news. And I think there's some things that, you know, I'm never going to be able to amend. And at the end of the day, that's just something that I've accepted. It is what it is. And I'm going to continue doing my best and I'm going to continue training hard as fuck because I think that it, it's what needs to be done. Amen. I, that's, that's awesome. And I, I've, I'm always looking for accounts like yours, people, not, not accounts. Fuck that. People who are, who are doing what you're doing and kind of quality correction there. Quality yeah, correction. A hundred percent. No, no, no. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. We're human beings. Uh, people who are trying to affect change and like that's that's where it's important not the people out trying to gather votes or the people trying to like fucking dunk on others online you're achieving fuck all these are not material real palpable things these Mm -hmm. are bullshit digital fantasies that do nothing for you (laughs) you know what speaking of that and i i realized that this is maybe strange to a lot of people but it was something that I was thinking about not too long ago, and you just said a couple of words that triggered it. But one <laughs> of the main things that I was actually most accomplished with that I, I walked away from 2021 just feeling like I, I, I fucking did that, right, is there was, there was one standing tree cabin that I made last year. And I had, 
it was two levels. I had a staircase going up to it. I had a railing and it was one of those things where it's like, and I, I finally felt some sort of sense with my ancestors after, you know, walking away of building a house that your family is yeah. now going to live in. It's like, I fucking made that with my hands. Right. That's, a, that's so fucking different from our everyday, like the, the average person going into work and either plugging into manual labor for, you know, eight to 10 hours or sitting at a desk and tapping away on a keyboard, like, you know, blowing your eyes out, looking at a screen <laughs> and like doing something miserable going out and building something in nature with birdsong around you and no cars and clean yep. air and doing manual labor, which like it's tiring and it's hard and you might get hurt and bleed a little bit, but it's, it's energizing, even though you're fucking exhausted to sit there in something that you've done and just look at it and be like, huh, that's fucking real. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the main thing, right? Is that like, after you spent an entire day, you know, making this cabin or shelter, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and, and then being able to sleep on it, you know, off the ground, and you actually feel safe because uh, some of the cabins that I've made now, you know, you're 30 feet off the ground, you build your own bushcraft ladder, and then you bring the ladder up after you. And it's like, I, I love seeing you guys are living like Ewoks out there. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's like, ain't nobody coming up here. <laughs> It's like, I can, I can sleep all night and I'm fine. Nothing's coming up here. But it's like uh, that, that sense of accomplishment that you're like, I fucking made this and now I'm going to sleep in it. And I realize that to a lot of people that might not mean dick all, but like that, that sense of accomplishment for me is, is just, I don't know. It's not even tangible for words, right? It's just like, this is it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, it, that is it. And like, you know, to some people, that might sound like we're real fucking simple dudes, but I mean, yeah, like just just to have that as a base level is it, it, it's like turning the world on its head from our everyday in this modern world to 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 table flip and be like, no, 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 I'm gonna do that thing instead, and just getting a glimpse of that life is like, oh, <laughs> just to have that and that be your your everyday essence in everything you do. Well, that and you, you really get like a, a huge eye awakening of, you know, how, how fucking weak all of us really, really are. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, of, yeah. of just, of just using your hands and, and making an entire structure without machinery at all. And it's like, I, I, I go out the mountains and all I have is a handsaw and a hand axe and a hand knife, and that's it. I don't have all these fancy tools and machines and whatnot. You know, I know a lot of guys, and I'm not trying to hate on the, the blue-collar dudes by any means, but I know a lot of guys that work blue-collar jobs, and they're like, oh, I work out all day long. It's like, you have a lot of machines that help you. Like, yeah. look, at, look at how your ancestors did it, and look at how much bigger they were compared to you, <laughs> and how stronger they were compared to you. You know, we have so many machines that make life just cake, as yep. my wife is literally making a cake right now. <laughs> hey, life is sweet. Oh, uh, banana I, bread. Sorry. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's on brand. Um. <laughs> you know what? That is on brand. Out of go, babe. <laughs> You're helping my company right now. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Fucking banana bread, dude. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's, you know it's a beautiful glimpse of what could be if we just kind of refocus and reassessed. And fortunately so many of us are, but 
Um, well, so that was actually something that we were talking about recently, uh, as far as, you know, our little gorilla community goes yeah. of, you know, having like daily PT and, you know, having where it's like, Hey, if you hit, you know, PT twice a week, your fucking, your monthly dues go down. <laughs> and it's like ev- everyone contributes something to the group and it's like you know going back to a, a barter and trade system not obviously not for all goods but you know for some goods right it's like okay i'm gonna do this for your guys's house your wife's gonna cook this for me you know community like we used to do absolutely because you know so much of that was lost and 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 I'm going to be real with you, a lot of the products with my company, a lot of it I do for trade with my local guys because I would rather them have, you know, proper gear and equipment. You know, there's, there's so much gear um, when, I, when I buy new stuff, right? Um, I know that I could sell my old stuff and get a lot more money or... I could sell that gear at a lower price to my guys that don't make a whole lot of money. And I am now more combat effective by my old gear being in my team's hands. Yeah. And that's a mindset that's also (laughs) just completely lost. You know, so many, so many guys in the gun community, right? They they just more money, more money, more money, more money. It's like, well, is money everything? Yeah. That. That and that, that that's something that kind of uh you know the whole ancom thing of plugging in some mutual aid. It's like we can we can use some of those ideas, guys. Like community is important, and we don't like you know we we can all be that uh that bloodthirsty capitalist, but we can also care about you know the the man to our left and right as well, and kind of be like, well, here and there, I'd rather a combat effective friend than a couple extra bucks in my pocket. I mean, I and I fully agree, but you know, also at some at some points, yes, you have to go a little bit more into the capitalism. You know, it's like, okay, hey, I'm sorry, I can't sacrifice not making this paycheck, right? I get oh, yeah. that. Um, but more often than not, I would rather my entire team be more combat effective. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people, especially on social media, right? A lot of people, it's either black or white, right? It's either, it's either this or that. You know, and so many people don't take into consideration variables. Yeah. The pe- people, I mean, we're, we're all learning. I think people are getting better about that stuff. Um, and, and as people are starting to understand, you know, community is so important, you know, and, and that's why I'm loving about what you guys do as well as, you know, the whole find your tribe. People are like, oh, no, I, I do need to do that. <laughs> and think fuck. I mean, it's, it's incredible how many messages I receive, you know, daily of people thanking me for motivating them, waking them up, you know, uh, understand, making them understand more. And, you know, like we were saying earlier, you know, guiding that horse to the water, you know, it's okay. Now it's your choice, whether you're going to drink. And I think that a lot of people are drinking now. I, I wish it was more, but it's definitely. It's definitely a lot. Yeah, for a, for that, a micro niche internet. <laughs> I I love that fucking joke. But um, but no, seriously, like I mean, I've I've been doing this for like three or four years now, and I guess you about the same, right? Uh, like yeah, kind of being. I've definitely taken a lot more serious in the last year and a half, but yeah. Yeah, and just I mean, just in general, I, I mean, you know, same. I've definitely adjusted my message over time, but I mean. 
just being that voice for other people. I mean, I've seen so many people who have since messaged me and who have now gone on to have accounts that have, you know, far exceeded what I'm doing. All sorts of people being message messengers for all sorts of different, you know, niche uh, issues and in various parts of the country and, and world. And just seeing that, you know, that cut off Hydra head and expanding, oh, you gave me some inspiration. I'm going to go off and do this with it. That's so fucking cool. Oh no, I, I for sure have I have I have uh guys that, that used to follow me that had, you know, and I'm not trying to call them out necessarily. Um <laughs> you know what? I'm actually not even gonna name them, just to be safe. Uh, but there is a group that's fairly popular and fairly successful, um, that they started out messaging me asking me for tips and advice and, and how to edit videos and whatnot. And they're more successful than I am now. And I think that's fucking awesome. That and that there it is, you know. <laughs> like I fucking Seaburn. We we talked about this uh on the episode I went on 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 war. He uh he messaged me way back when asking for a shout out and now he's got fucking AEK and I'm sitting here with my 5k. It's like <laughs> you know, like I and and I don't I don't fucking care. I have a, a much more niche extreme message and he he has a, a great message that's more about um, you know, informing the everyman on a, a bunch of stuff beyond my you know, psycho political rants. So <laughs> I will say that that is one thing that I, I wish that I could do a little bit better is appeal to more people. Masters. Yeah. And, but there's, there's so many views that I have that just don't <laughs> appeal to the masses. You, I, I found that sticking true to your principles and just kind of mashing them through <laughs> like with consistency and with quality you know, eventually it, it, it grows. I mean, as you've seen, you've had great successes all over the places. And the, the only thing that have, has limited both of us is bands. I mean, my original account had 23k just going on about, a, you know, very niche stuff. To the yeah, my, my original account had uh, 18k and, you know, I'm on account number nine. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure you felt the, the vast difference, you know, what a, di a different tool that account is you know when, when you have that mm -hmm. much of a following what you can do with that oh man i wish i had my company back then Oof. <laughs> yeah i I'm, i mean it, it is what it is but still yeah 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 we we work with what you know the world we live in which is uh unfortunately owned by metaverse or whatever the fuck but uh wherever we're at now yeah 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 <laughs> did you see that that video of the the girl that was trying to claim rape in the metaverse oh jesus fuck uh, i know i i have no interest in your cyberpunk dystopia please yeah get off i was like me. please get off like, my doorstep i was like i'm sorry you you, you what like just take <laughs> off the headset <laughs> like i don't know I, I mean I, I mean if we're going by if we're going by uh that kind of margins for what constitutes rape. I've been raped millions of times in Halo <laughs> yeah. since since I was a young boy, and it, it was awful. Consistently teabagged. Yeah, and, and if Microsoft is willing to pay me uh, for, for the harm that I experienced, um, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be sitting there with my money sack. But uh, until then, I I think that's just. Uh, I mean, we could go the 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 Remington route, and, you know. <laughs> I cannot believe that Remington got sued for uh, Sandy yeah. Hook. I mean, at this point, the legal shit is so... Again, it's kind of like what's real and what isn't. Like, you guys well, have faced if they, it. If they, can, 
if they can sue a gun manufacturer, who can't they sue at this point? Well, it, exactly. And it's getting to a point like we see in Canada, like we see in, in Washington with the mag ban. I'm like, if you guys are just going to keep on pushing this stuff, it kind of becomes not real to me. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, I, I stated that with my company recently. It's like, look, I refuse to sell 10 round mags and I'm going to continue selling 30 round mags because at this point, fuck it. Uh, I, seriously, the world we're in, like... At this point, uh, we, we saw it from core performance with the, the mandates and stuff. Uh, they were like, no, mandate rejected. <laughs> yeah. And, they, no, and they, they led the way on that kind of stuff. Just, and it's important to. Yeah, I just spent uh, a little over uh, $4,000 on magazines to, yeah. to resell. And it's like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not going to just stop doing business because... Uh, some fucking corrupt politicians in in this state decided that my freedoms they think my freedoms don't matter and you know i thought it was comical how many people were like oh just vote harder and it was like you mean the the 14,000 people that said no and the 700 people that said yep. yes and it still went through yeah okay it, it, it's like at this point if we aren't considering disregarding all of that bullshit and just choosing the sensible option, which is I govern myself. God help you. You know, I, I well, absolutely because you, you know, I, I mean, I, <laughs> good luck. Well, as far as my company goes, right? Um, the, the government's not who supports me; it's the people. So, yep. if if I do what my convictions stand is right, and the people support me, then the people are going to financially support me, and you know, I'm going to stick with my convictions, and I'm going to be good in the end. You know. The, the, the government can fuck off because let's be real the government's not fucking paying my checks are they no they're taking my checks away yeah via taxes uh, yeah inflation is kicking my ass and my poor truck she's a, oh. she's a girl and 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 inflation and that's that's the another worst, fun the thing worst tax of all. Oh, man, that you know what another thing that really pisses me off is uh how property tax somehow can just magically keep going up right and then you have people like my grandparents where they have to start selling off property because they can't afford the property tax and i'm like i don't it's like it's straight up it's like what radicalized you and it's like <laughs> people that earned their land and they now have to sell it because the state is wanting their piece of the pie it's like, yeah, I, like, hey, you're basically renting from us forever, and so are all of your descendants. Enjoy your freedom. Enjoy your freedom. <laughs> well, there was, uh, I was talking to someone else recently, and the uh, Washington State decided that they were going to make a large piece of land up near Port Angeles um, a national forest. And all the houses that were on this new national forest they designated uh, is not legal to sell or to pass on to their families. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. So so, yeah. So every, uh, once the original homeowner dies, those homes are now seized by the state. State, state property. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, how are they doing that? Like, no, that's not how that works. But, you know, Washington State just does whatever they want. Actually, I take that back. The state does whatever they want. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I just can't believe, like, 
well, I guess I can believe, but I'm still amazed by it every time that, you know, every single time this shit happens, we just let it slide again and again and again and again and again. Well, and, and, and that's why that's why changing this culture is so important. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, changing the culture of actually standing for for your convictions and, you know, caring again. You know, try, wanting to legitimately being a strong masculine male. Because, you know, that's... I'm not going to say dead, not by any means, but it is dying. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. with the, the, the hard obsession and consumption of, of fast food and soy and... and oh, dude, the, the, the most terrifying thing over this whole pandemic has been, like... I feel I, I hadn't really seen it. Maybe I'm just a country boy, but I hadn't really seen like uh, the app ordering stuff until I moved to the States. And then it really ramped up like since I've been here. And then since the pandemic started, it got like a lot more popular and accessible, I guess. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like it really took over like that. All of a sudden it wasn't you have to get off your ass and drive yourself to Burger King. It's like, no, Burger King comes to you. Yeah. Jesus, that, that got real. And then and all of a sudden we have like. I mean, we've always had cable, I guess, but the subscription services are just like, just overboard. Yeah, yeah. And, and just I, I feel so like autistically overstimulated. I'm just like, Jesus, fuck, what, what the hell is going on? Ugh. So when I, uh, when I was in college, I worked for Grubhub, and that's another uh, food delivery service, a lot like Uber Eats. Yeah. And um, after class or whatnot, I would drive up to Seattle. And I would do the uh, food deliveries. And it, it paid okay. It was something to keep me busy. But one, one thing that I noticed above everything is how fucking lazy people are. I, don't, I can't tell you how many times I had people deliver food like a block away, a couple blocks away. I had someone yeah. order food across the street. <laughs> like, I didn't even get in my car. I just walked it over to them from the restaurant. Jesus. And it's like, this is the most pathetic thing I think I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> what radicalized you being what a radicalized, yeah. driver? <laughs> uh, just, just being a food delivery driver radicalized me. But it's, that, that's that's so, some Fight Club stuff right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's like, Really, like, sit down and think about that. Like, how fucking pathetic is that? That you can't get off your own fucking ass to go get your own fatty fucking foods. That's across the street. I don't care how high you are. I don't care how drunk you are. <laughs> you can't walk across the street to get your own fucking fatty ass food. That is incredible. That's where we're at, man. That's what we're. That's what we're facing. <laughs> and that's that's that is what we're trying to fight. And you know what? The the more people that I can bully into not being fat, disgusting slobs, the better. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep bullying them. And I don't care how many fucking accounts that I get banned. I don't care how many f new phones I have to go buy because my IP address got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where I'm at. I'm device banned. I have to use a fucking my tablet to to get on social media at the minute. It's oh yeah, I actually I, I bought a new phone. Um, that, that's that's next for me. I'm like, can I go mobile again? I feel like I'm. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, so fun fact: um, when it comes to trying to like hide your presence, do not use a VPN. 
I've learned that. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, I got flagged as a uh, proxy server. And yeah, it fucks you up in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it, it's no fun, no matter what you do. Blocking your uh, your forward facing camera, I've I've found does help. Hmm, that's disgusting and creepy in ways that are predictable but concerning all the same. Yeah, because uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, they actually use your uh, your forward facing camera. Yeah, incredible, right? Skynet, dude. I'm writing an. I've been. I've been writing an article for a minute, but there's always more to add to it about this. Uh, about like drone policing and and all of that shit. But Christ, the the the, the cyberpunk dystopia we live in. It's never going to be done because I'm always adding to it. But have you seen uh, those uh, signs that say like uh, sp- uh, speed limit enforced by aircraft? Oh Jesus, I have yeah. not. Yeah. Is that so, is that a Washington thing? Like have you seen those in person or is it or just just online? No, I I've seen those in person. Ooh. Um and I actually haven't seen them in Washington. Um they're uh, they were I saw them in between like on the very very long stretches of highway like between Idaho and Kentucky. I saw them a couple of times. Um but when they say aircraft, they actually mean drone. Yeah. And they will they'll have drones out there um that have radar detectors. It's also predictable and also a reminder to invest in a good shotgun, but goddamn. But it's like the, the state patrol is legitimately at the point of revenue collection that they are that they're yeah, they're using fucking drones now. Like that's just <sighs> Out of all police, <laughs> I I fucking loathe state patrol the most. Oh, my road pirates! Road we, we pirates. Could on, we could go on a whole fucking ramble about that, but we, we've been going on a minute. I want to try and not keep you. For oh too yeah, long. what time are we at? Oh god, I we're, we're probably at least two and a half hours, maybe. Um, I mean, how are you doing for time? I, I've got like a couple questions because we answered a fuck ton of the people's questions just in what we've been discussing. But uh, how are you doing and on the- time? Send them. Send them. All right, all right. I'll just do a handful, and then we'll get the fuck out of here because we've had a long old chat, and I'm sure all of our uh, ADD friends are getting pretty antsy. I've actually had a lot of people asking for more podcasts, so I think this this isn't a bad thing. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, that's what we like. I mean, getting this stuff. You know, I mean, you've been doing the TikTok thing. Everyone's like, can we have like more than ten seconds? <laughs> Something a lot of your guys who I've noticed have been cropping up and asking is, uh, what pants is he wearing? Yep, yep, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I fucking knew it, god damn it. <laughs> Are you aware of the joke? I No, no, I, I, I guess I am, I mean, it's it's like gun community shit, basically, but I've, I've seen it on yours. Uh, what, it's, what, it's, is, what is this? It's specifically with me, um... We, some of my guys noticed, uh, myself and some of my guys noticed that, like, for whatever reason, like, I could, I could post the most profound, most informational post, you know, that's going to help you save your fucking life. And there will still be someone in the comments be like, what pants are you wearing? (laughs) No matter what, there's always someone that's asking me what pants I'm wearing. And and they're not even joking; they're being serious. So it's just turned into a joke of what pants are you wearing? Um, <laughs> but currently, I am wearing Hurleys, which I believe are from uh, some teen fucking store like Victoria's Secret. I don't fucking know. 
Um, okay. Actual, like, legit, though. Uh, as far as combat pants, I recommend uh, 5.11s, UF Pros. Even though UF Pros apparently discontinued their OD Green, UF Pro or anyone that works for UF Pro, if you're listening to this, change that shit. Your pants are awesome. I want OD Green back. <laughs> um, hey, plus, plus, there's always eBay that's going to have those things for years after. I know, but still, UF Pro had awesome pants, and they stopped making them OD Green, and I don't know why. Um, OD Green and Ranger Green are by far the best camos. That's what all my guys run. That's what I recommend all my guys run. Um, but we're trying to get into cries, but fuck is that shit expensive? Oh, I realize yeah. I, mean, buy once, I buy once, cry once, but still, it's so expensive for pants. Well, it, it's a balance. And it's, it's figuring out what's good to, to do that with and what's, you know, what can work. But well, that's, that's why I've been going for 5.11s, but, you know, they don't have uh, knee pads. And you know what? Honestly, on a, in a lot of situations, knee pads are great for the mountains. They're not oh, 100% well, necessary, but they, yeah. they can be very useful. Well, taking, um, a knee, taking a knee when you have a rock on your back, you know. <laughs> Some, yeah, some padding doesn't hurt. Especially if you do uh, wind up on more of like logging roads and you're in gravel. Yeah. Taking a knee with a pack on is not fun. Fuck no, no. <laughs> All right, let's just keep knocking out these questions then. All right. Oh, Christ, I hope this one's not a rabbit hole. Uh, some, so someone asked, uh, ask him about testifying as an informant in the 2016 in the Mole Hewer Wildlife Refuge takeover. You ever. The strike a bell? I I don't know what that is. The- <laughs> I, I've I've I have heard um, people say that I testified as a informant before. Um, but to be completely honest, I never stepped inside of a court before 2018, and that was divorce court. So like, I don't. Once again, if you have proof, like by all means, you know, I'm. More than interested, but people are saying that I testified. I, I've heard it a couple of times. People say that I testified as an informant. And I'm like, uh, when and where was I? I just want to quickly jump into that one because I, I, that we hadn't addressed that during the previous part. And I was like, oh, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So 2016, I was still in the army. So, and I was at Fort <laughs> Campbell in 2016. Yeah. Well, I mean, if anyone wants to dig into that, Bring receipts. <laughs> yeah, I guess. no, I'd I'd be more interested in how I managed to zip from Fort Campbell to that. Where did it? Does it say where that was? Um, where where was it? Uh, so the Mulhuer Wildlife Refuge takeover. So that's M A L H U E R. I, I don't I, I don't even know what that is. Well, there it is. People, do you digging? Come back with something if it's real. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be interested. I, I don't know what the fuck that is, but okay. <laughs> All right, let's let's try and end on something a bit more positive. Most of these I've we've answered, but um, so I, I guess a nice solid one to end on, a nice wholesome one, is what does finding your tribe mean to you? Mm. Um, you know what I I I could see phrasing it in two different ways. Maybe I'll go for. Kind of both, but I'd say uh, well, that. I mean, I mean, it's your phrase, man. You know. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it, I know, it? but but I want to phrase it in a more positive way. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd say that finding men that you not only want to 
live next to, but you're willing to die for and next to. I think because we actually, my group had a talk about that recently of, you know, we, we all talk big game, but it's like, are, are you will, are you legitimately willing to die for the men to your left and the right? It's like, I don't need an answer. I, I don't want an answer. I just want it to be something that you start thinking about. It's something yep. that if you, if you are in a group, like in an actual serious training group, if you're wanting to be in a commune, you know, if you're wanting an actual tribe, it's something you have to consider. It's like, do you, do you trust these men? Do you know these men? Are you willing to die for this person? Cause your ancestors were willing to die for their brothers. And a lot of them did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I guess technically they all did, but yeah, eventually, get, inevitably they succumb to whatever, but, uh, you get, but, you get what I'm, I'm, I'm reaching for here. No, I do. And, and it's so much more than like, you know, we, Obviously, we all get caught in the, you know, what do they say? The uh, the masculine fantasy of like, yep. uh, you know, yep. whatever. Insert dying in the mountains in a in a gunfight here or whatever. But like, it's beyond that. It's like, you know, if you if you're serious about building up a community and like, you know, your kids are going to be learning alongside each other. You guys are going to be gathering for you know holidays and communal shit. These are your people. What do they look like? Are they are they people you want to be surrounded by? Are they good people and you you support their direction? You you know you love what they're about, and and you genuinely care for them because that's what you know your message strikes me as, and it's it's so important. And I think a lot of us have noticed that over this pandemic is like who can be counted on and who can't be, who's a real person, yeah, and who and and who's not, <laughs> who's not reliable, who's you know very alienating and and not plugged into that communal side so another thing that and i i realize that i'm i'm trying to end here but still uh one more thing that kind of bugs me and i think that we need to change this as as a community or or changes in general is that the the word brother the phrasing of brother right Mm. is it, it is significantly more powerful then we have let modern culture let us to believe. It is not something that you just call everyone and anyone, right? Thanks, bro. Saying brother, calling a man your brother should and does have power behind it. And if it doesn't to you, then we need to start bringing that back. That, that, I, should, yeah. that should mean something. No, I, I really like uh, I really like ending on that note because so many people take people for granted, and when you're in a community that is this finite and this limited, like we we should be raising each other up, and we should be you know it should be brotherly love. And, Absolutely, and it, it, it it mostly is like there's an overwhelming outpouring of positivity and self improvement, but there's always people trying to tear each other down, and and, and like you know take each other's knees out from each other from under each other and that that's not brotherly love that's envy and that doesn't do shit for us um, it's and one of the most deadly sins absolutely you don't have to be you, you don't have to be uh going to church on sunday to know that shit no like, for sure envy, envy is fucking disgusting no matter who you are and bro like you know brotherhood and that what you're cultivating and you know not just with your group but all across the country people are more and more plugging into that mindset of no, I need to figure out things for myself. I need to figure out 
you know, the people I want to surround myself with, not just the people I'm surrounded by. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. I'm I'm glad we could have uh, we had this opportunity to talk about a lot of you know some heavy shit uh, no, it's, it's on the table. Great conversation. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, whatever you whatever you make of this, man, everything's here on the table. Go and do your digging if you have questions. Um, but you know, for my part, I I think you're you're out with good intentions, and uh, I I really appreciate you know your kind of objective your goal and and what you're doing i really fucking love to see that shit appreciate it really do it's uh something that i'm definitely not gonna be giving up anytime soon fuck no i mean christ out in necessity the way things are going (laughs) Uh, yeah if if, uh if you want to check out you know all your plugs where people can find you all that stuff's gonna be in the description as well oh awesome do I need to say it, or is it just me in the description then? Oh, no, uh, like, uh, wh- where would you like to direct people? Oh, probably just my website. Honestly, I have um, pretty much everything uh, on the tribal mindset now, uh, which is a nice thing because uh, Linktree actually canceled me as well. <sighs> yeah, me too, man. Uh, I use Willow, so Willow Links. If you need an alternative, but um, so oh, far I, they have, they yeah, I just I just use my website. And oh yeah, everything linked from there because that works perfect for me yeah no that's that's better idea but yeah get yourself a skull mask and represent the gorilla nation we are growing yeah i love to see it well once again man thank you for coming on uh make sure you check out this dude if you haven't already i'm sure half of you are probably from his audience um but yeah great conversation and we'll have to uh i mean there's so much shit we could talk about (laughs) rambling on for hours we'll have to have to have you back oh i'd like that (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming on, man. And we'll see you guys next time.